0: Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone Podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life? Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from
1: past shows.
2: Rude and sexy!
1: Bye. Welcome to To the the dumbest dumbest part part of of your your day. day. This is Common Man and T-Bone We
0: galvanized the troops and they changed their minds. I am convinced it was done. They were moving it and that was it until they heard our response and they changed it. So I take credit for that
3: too. If you are convinced that you saved college football, the wild card line is open to you.
0: I did save college football. I brought back the bagel sandwiches.
1: (laughs) You're right. Talk to the president. You know what? We'll talk to all the presidents. If you were a former president, call the show right now. Call right in. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's shavaka You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Whoa! Watch out, profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone.
0: <laughs> Happy Wednesday, Welcome in, hello Bone. Hello man. Got oh, a big program today. You want to know why? Why? Because it's Wild Card Wednesday. Oh yeah, that's right, Wild Card Wednesday. Wild Card Wednesday. <laughs> you got, yeah, Thank that's you. all. That's all you. uh You tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one. You tell us what you want us to talk about today. You can ask us stupid questions, propose stupid topics. Speaking of stupid, tomorrow. Oh, you think today's a wild card? Tomorrow is our second annual No Sports Allowed show. Three hours. If we even mention a team name, Teddy will attach electrodes to our
3: genitals and shock us. Yep. We have, uh, we actually have that already set up. We tested out the equipment uh, the other day. Mm -hmm. So it's all good. Like it actually works. We want it to work. Here's another announcement.
0: The VIP box sets for the Man and Bone fake world tour have been all sold. So they're all gone. Mm. The red shirt lives until Friday at midnight. So head to 971thefan.com. You will see a link that says Man and Bone world tour. Click on it, and you can buy the red shirt. I hope that you do. And I cannot believe. I know, Bone, you predicted it all along. What do you mean? This would be a smashing success, and people would buy these boxes. But I cannot believe that 75 of you actually paid $200 on a box of crap
3: and a chance to meet us. Oh, yeah. I I say crap in loving terms. Wonderful crap. I am still always shocked by all of that. Like, I, I go home and my wife will say, what did you guys do on the show today? And I say, perhaps the dumbest phrases that have ever come out of a human's mouth came out of my mouth today. And I don't understand how that happens because I try not to be so stupid all the time, but I am very dumb and I know this. And then we put something out that that you and I enjoy, but I still, like you, think, is anyone else going to like this or do we just like this? Do we just make a thing that we like? And then I see that people, yes, ran to go buy this thing that came out of our dumb brains and I am always flummoxed by it. So yeah, I mean, I was hopeful that it would do well because people seem to like our brand of stupidity. But every time we throw some more of that stupidity at you, I'm always afraid, is this going to be the time where they go, oh, <laughs> no, that's too stupid. And then, they, and, then, and then we're done. And then that's it. The, you know, the guy who jumps off the stage at a rock concert thinking, well, they'll always be there to catch me. And then one day the crowd's a little thinner than you thought, and you hit the concrete and you never get up. That's what I feel like could happen to us at any moment on this show. So I'm always thrilled when people say, nope, we're there for you. And they catch us again, and they give us another crowd surf. And we get to enjoy that. So thank you again for thank you all of that. to the 75 people who bought the VIP boxes. And thank you
0: to the hundreds of people that have bought the red shirt. Yeah. I mean, I look, I know that $200 is a tough ask for most of you. But I appreciate that you went out and bought
3: the red shirt. And I hope you continue to. Yeah, the I, deadline is Friday at midnight. Friday at midnight, it goes away forever. So that right. is also a limited edition thing. We will never make that shirt again. And we're not going to pull something on you where we're like, well, this time it's an awkward. I had to yell. I, I had a meeting with Platinum Fox this morning. Oh, I, and I had yep. to yell at him
0: because he was so happy because he was convinced nobody would buy these boxes. Oh, yeah. He was so happy. And of course, he saw it all along now. Oh, all I knew <laughs> I it's not for me, but I knew. No, you didn't know. You thought no one would buy these boxes. All yeah, right. I, there was some major doubts, I would say. And he said to me, he said, you know, since. These boxes went so quickly and they have the black shirts inside them. You know what, what if we don't we're not going to bring that back to boxes. What if we just sold the black shirt in the future? And oh, I said, "No." No, that's the whole thing. That's the whole point of the box. Is that these people have a special shirt in the box. Don't cheapen their product.
3: Absolutely right. So I put a stop to that. That's good. And I punched them out. Now, see, I am I am someone who appreciates though from Platinum Fox. The idea that once once you see something that works, you know, the natural human tendency is to say, What if we what if we did more of that? But that is the whole point of this is we are trying to keep this kind of as a limited thing. We may do more of it well, next right. year. Right. It'll next year different. we may do something, you know, but that's but again, I don't know what that will look like. We have no idea. We wanted to see what this looks like. And so far it's I do been, have a, it's been nice thought. to see what people are doing. I do have a thought. Now we could do like another Oh, are you are you now thinking about well, next year? Because I, just, I tried to think about know, what we could do next year or the year after, and he got yelled at me.
0: People are are digging this. Okay. And so I'm thinking about next year. I know that we thought that maybe we'd just do another band shirt. Sure. Different design. That's a, that's a thought. Maybe different era. We went sort of 80s metal on this. Maybe we change it up, do something else. Who the hell knows? I agree with you. 90s how, dubstep. How, that's however, what I want to do. Yep. Perhaps, I had a little flash this morning. Man and Bone, Nudist Colony, (laughs) shirts, and prize box, all the things that you would need at a
3: nudist colony. What would that be? In the VIP box. What would you need? I don't know, honestly, because I've never entertained the thought of going to one. What would you need at a nudist colony other than the equipment you brought with you? I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm sure that you do need things. The Man and Bone Merkin coming for you? That you never know. That's, see, that's right there. That's a good idea. That actually could have gone in this box, though, because that's something I'm sure a rock star might want, too. You never know. Teach maybe, their own. Maybe people are insecure
0: Yeah, about oh, their pubes. Sure. <laughs> <They> <laughs> right. Not about, not about the other equipment, just the pubes. Got it. Well, like, you know, you see these girls on TV with really long hair. You know, they do have a little bit of long hair, but chances are they're filling that out with
3: extensions. Oh, we're... Phew, okay. Okay. I didn't know what channel you hair were watching. Hair on the head. I got gotcha. you. All right. Yes. Most of these girls just have hair the extensions. the here. Out of me for a second. I didn't. I just, like you got the spots. Excuse me. I need to get. I need to get some extensions in, please. Oh, why are you taking your pants off? Okay, I got you. Yes, we'll do that though. I, I would. That's a good idea. Have you ever thought? The you know the bleaching kit. You know those. Fielder um, Rooney. No. Well, sure. I don't know. To each their own. You, ever, you remember those shirts, though, that were, it, they were like a, the trashy mall stores all over the place in the 90s. I'm sure they still exist in some form or fashion. Vacation spots, usually they'd have them. Uh, they would say, you know, big Randy Johnson, you know, like the, the but, big Johnson shirt. Right. Yes. And then they would have a lot of innuendo and a lot of things. And usually, like, you could go that route too. make one, yeah. like make a man and bone shirt. But that's that. I'm sure that will sell really well in the year 2023. That'll be great let's bring bring some of that back probably would bunch of misogyny you're right let's do that why does it have to be misogyny it doesn't have to be those shirts were is what i'm saying well we don't have to to make it that way you're right we don't we can make our own anyway thank you for buying our stuff well you know what we're humbled please buy more tomorrow maybe we can have a planning sesh for next year you know don't say sesh sesh planning sesh hayden you like that right a planning sesh no you know what i'm saying H you go out there too. you get on the ice for a sesh you go out and practice right you play a lot of a lot of beer league hockey don't you yeah is sessions sessions open kickbacks. sesh. Yeah, yeah you get out there yeah you have a sesh with the with the
0: bros that is triple h because uh it's wednesday panama ted done work on
3: wednesday that's the ultimate wild card we've got him he's actually he already is putting together all the boxes he's working today and the weird thing is we made him seal the boxes just like envelopes. We put a little sticky thing on the bottom that he has to lick. So he is out there right now licking all your boxes to make sure they're ready for shipment. Span Panama on, Ted. Enjoy your day Ted off doing to that. Lick the boxes. Yep. That's what he's doing. Major so.
0: League Baseball All-Star Game went down last night. American League won 3-2. to two. American League has won 21 of the last 25 All-Star Games.
3: That seems, again, if this mattered, that seems good. I don't well, know. I mean it, it doesn't matter, but it's still interesting, isn't it? it? It's bizarre, I guess, right? Because you have a collection of the best talent in both leagues. Are we just uh, acknowledging that the American League well, baseball's not really like that, right? Well, that's the thing it used to be. It used to
0: be you had players who played in the American League their entire career. Now these guys move around all the time. You know, it's rare that you'll see a guy who plays an extended amount of time in just one league. They're always moving around. That's yeah. what makes this the weirdest. You would think maybe dominance like this would occur in the 50s or 60s
3: when you didn't have the movement that you have today. I can't explain this. No, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Other than, I guess, right, you could you could theoretically have, if let's say it is pretty evenly matched because of all that talent you can still have a coin flip where if you flip a coin 25 times, I mean, statistics would tell you the average is likely it would come up half the time heads, half the time tails. But in reality, if you did that experiment, one series of 25 in a row, you might end up with heads 25 times, you know, like that. I'm saying it's not statistically likely over time for that to be the case, but baseball is a game where you are taking a mashup of statistics and probabilities Except it's not any team that ever plays together other than for this one day. And then next year, some of those guys that were on the winning team last year are on the losing team, and it still doesn't change this thing. You know, like that's that's what's so bizarre about it. Like you said, it's not like the same group of guys just keep beating the other same group of guys every year. Uh, your guy, Mike Florio, says the Browns are preparing for an eight game Deshaun
0: Watson suspension. The report is the suspension will be anywhere between two and eight games. It's a nice range. Nice. Sure. I'll predict that, too. Uh, and the Browns are apparently preparing for the worst-case scenario, which mm. they believe to be eight games. So I'm surprised they believe that's the... like Because that's the smart thing to do? I well, mean, the right, smart thing I'm, to do would be go
3: back in time and not go no, get Deshaun I'm, Watson. What I'm saying is the smart thing to do would be to say, let's have a contingency plan for the entire year. You know what I mean? I'm surprised they're not saying we believe that's even possible it doesn't sound like they think it is. They must think that if they, if if that type of ruling were to ever even come down, they would have to go to federal court over it. They've already kind of hinted that that might be something they would do. So, yeah, I I am I, shocked that they're saying we, we're we preparing for eight. Maybe this, again, though, is posturing from the Brown side of things, right? So that if they get it out there to say, hey, we're we're ready for an eight. Well, two to they, eight in game in suspension. In fairness, it probably was leaked from them. But they're not saying it. Florio is saying it. Oh, I know. I'm saying... If the Browns have leaked that to Florio or to whoever to get it out there, maybe there's some reasoning behind that of we want it in the media that the Browns are being quote unquote reasonable by thinking of this wide swath of games, eight you know, two to eight games. And then if the ruling comes down that he's suspended for thirteen games or the whole season or 10 games that will then seem like, Whoa, where did this hotshot judge get all this highfalutin ideas of suspending this guy who the Browns were more than willing to be generous and let him be suspended for eight games. It is trying, I think a little bit, if they did leak this to reset that narrative slightly, that totally wouldn't surprise me. If the Haslam's are trying to do that. Only reason it would surprise me is because the Haslam's usually are not that savvy. So if they are doing that, I guess that's playing the media game. Well, It's just not something you typically see from them. Johnny Gaudreau penned a letter to Calgary
0: fans today. We'll tell you what he had to say coming up next. Colin and T-Bone on the fan. Fan
4: traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find traffic is slow on I-70 downtown split eastbound between the 71-315 West Split and Livingston Avenue. Plan on some backups in that area, About a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: With arms wide open, the way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone.
0: Tell all your friends tomorrow... Our second annual No Sports Allowed show. Mm -hmm. Not one utterance. Nothing. What are we going to talk about? I have no idea. But it'll be stupid.
3: Yeah. This is actually one of the more fun shows that we get to plan every year. Because, I mean, usually we come in and Ted has sent us a big pack of stuff that has, you know, a bunch of sports stories in it. Usually he may throw in a couple hey, someone ate a hot dog a weird way and now that made the news and we're going to talk about it. Whatever. Like, usually, though, it's sports. And so when when you and I first talk about what do you want to do today or what type of stories are out there, we've already seen a bunch of sports stuff. And so we already know, like, oh, yeah, this guy, that huge trade happened. We got to talk about that. This team lost. What an embarrassment they are. So we've already got, like, five or six things we know are going to get discussed. Tomorrow, tomorrow, Literally nothing is now, currently planned. I, I will put this disclaimer on it.
0: If we wake up tomorrow and we hear that Ryan Day has murdered Johnny Goudreau, <laughs> well, God, we will, we will then put aside
3: the no sports show and do some sports. I just want to point out, like, Hayden would have been saddened by that anyway, but the fact that it was not the other way around, I think he's a little more so. All right, what I'm saying is I think, we have <laughs> epic I breaking news if, tomorrow. If Johnny Goudreau committed a murder right now, it'd be like, well, that's, so what is that, half a year? How long does he have to, I mean, that's, is it justified? Like, he would he would still be like, well, let's talk to Johnny Hockey before we get too far down this road. I get it. Triple H, if you were in a back alley and you saw Johnny
0: Goudreau murder someone would you turn him in
3: i'm not snitches get stitches so. no, that's right exactly <laughs> walking away <laughs> you, you understand the stakes here uh, if i see Sidney crosby do it well then i mean right well, of, of course what we, if he what we if might he, be he sta- murdered we your sta- mom st- though what what if johnny gaudreau killed your mom i <laughs> uh, see now that's tough right That'd be <laughs> tough, tough. Yeah, when it's... you
0: hockey games though
3: triple h uh,
0: sorry sorry mom but we need you know Tom. what
3: She'd probably be happy for you if you want. If the team won a Stanley Cup, she'd be like, "Well, I'm, I'm, she's looking down, you know." From up above, she'd be like, "I'm, I'm glad that the city got that. If that's what it took, now, I was Cl- happy now, to be a part of it." Christian
0: thinks I'm crazy when I do the, you know, you, married a long time. You come up with little scenarios to talk about because breaking news, you run out of things to talk about. Yeah. We, we know everything about each other. Yes, right, of course. And so we we like to watch these Datelines and Forty Eight
3: Hours and.
0: Most of the time it's spouses killing each other.
3: Mm. That's Does that get it does that get things going in the bedroom? Is that what happens? Well, you guys no, but, watch that and it's like, hey, we're not gonna murder each other. Sometimes
0: she'll ask me if you were going to kill me, oh, how would you do it? What would you do? That's a very that's a very interesting game to play. And you know, she'll come up with her ways to kill me. And I'm always trying to help her out. 'Cause her plans suck. Oh, I said no. I see. They'd pick you up in two seconds. You can't do that. You gotta take the batteries out of your phone, you gotta leave it at home, you gotta think about a timeline. And she looked at me and says, Why are you helping me? If I kill you, don't you want me to go to jail? I said, No. Why would I want you to go to jail? First
3: of all, if you kill me, chances are I deserved it. True enough. Right. I, I'm I uh, not just in your situation, I would say that's probably my situation too, but for sure, if I found out that she killed you, I'd yes. be like, well, I got to talk to My Kristen about that. My wife's a good that. person. I got to find if, out what's happening. If she
0: deems it appropriate to kill me, who am I to question that? Right. And I know you and like you, and I would still right. say, well, I got to talk to Chris." So first. I want her to get away with it, and I think her planning is terrible.
3: <laughs> she needs to work right, on it. Are there any reminders you want me to give her? Like, I, I remember Norm MacDonald, may he rest in peace. Wait, officially dead? Yes, he's okay. dead. Okay, God, because yesterday we were killing I know, everybody. I we know, were wrong. He's really dead. Yes, I know he died. Norm MacDonald had a bit about how the shallow grave always tends to trip up the murderers and how they go through all this meticulous planning. And then it's, they dug a, a grave of six inches. They threw a couple leaves on top right, of the, where the animals can get right to no, it. No, you got to That's you're exactly right. That you've got to first things first, get some way that you know how to dig or find a place that doesn't need to be dug out. Like maybe a cave that no one goes in. But again, that requires a, a, some knowledge of spelunking, and I don't think she's going to have that right off the bat. I you mean, go two she weeks doesn't ahead strike of me time, as a spelunker two weeks before you decide you're going to kill me. Dig the grave then, yeah, because you, you'll well, be tired from killing me and moving the body around. You won't have time to dig. It's multiple days of excavation that have to happen. In fact, you may find another dead body, and then you got to turn that into the cops, and they'll think, "Wow, thanks so much." And tell you who will never suspect of a murder is the person who just turned in a dead body because you'll find, like, you might find someone else's bones because someone else might have been a planner in your neighborhood. That's right. And now they've got a dead body, but they'll be testing that. They'll be so busy they won't even see your murder.
0: You're right. And you know what makes the lovemaking really hot? is oh. in that two-week span. Yeah. She's probably got an extra little something in her eye. Oh, she knows. You know, and, and, and you're starting to wonder, like, oh, this sex is pretty good, but is it because she already dug my grave?
3: Oh, I don't care. I think Let's go at what it. you're enumerating here for us is you're thinking along the lines of, like, if I know the McRib's not coming back for a while, I'm going to get two. You know, like when it's almost like McRib time's almost over, I'm going a lot more yeah. and I'm savoring it because I know I'm not going to get it for you know, a while. You know, this
0: would be a good topic for tomorrow. We should have saved it. We're just yeah. helping your spouse kill you. All right. Well, we Good can topic. We can revisit it. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau penned a letter to Calgary fans on the Players Tribune today. He said his decision was about family. He loved Calgary, but it was just too far away from everything. He didn't use the Flames as leverage. You know, he hopes that you'll understand the decision. Blah blah blah. It was it was very nice, very well written. Um, you know, he said he understood what Calgary fans are feeling right now because you know he he was a fan. And he felt deeply about this stuff. It was, it was very nice and heartfelt. I don't think he's going to win any Flames fans over at this point. They have made up their mind on Johnny Goudreau. And that's fine. It's okay. I didn't have a problem when this signing went down that Calgary Flames fans were irrational. I did have a problem that the elitist Toronto hockey media was also irrational
3: about this signing. Right. Yeah. I, I, I get frustrated when, like, I get city to some degree, like the city tribalism that we engage in where we look at it and we're like, Columbus is better than town. Sure, X. we do we, it. We live here. We took we it like personally it when Panarin didn't want to be here because yeah. he had to have a garage in Connecticut. I get that. What What I feel weird about is like, to to put it in other terms, like when you watch college football and you see Vanderbilt fans like rooting for Alabama, go that's right, SEC. And it's like you have nothing to do with right. that. That's exactly that's right. different, and that's where I feel like Toronto and all the established hockey media outside of people in Calgary. Like that, did you see that meteorologist who had the little sign-off where he was like, we'll be back with your forecast in a moment. Unless, uh, you know, a town in Columbus wants me to come do the news, then in which case they're going to pay me a lot less money. Then maybe I'll go there. (laughs) And it's like, right. We we may. We keep in touch. (laughs) You're you're in Calgary, so why not go ahead and just make that joke? Because you're in Calgary, and I get that. If you're in Toronto and you're saying... I can't believe why anyone would go to the backwater saloon that is Columbus, Ohio, unlike Calgary. It's like, what? Well, then you just haven't been to Columbus enough or you don't know. I don't know how people live these days. Like you can live somewhere, play somewhere, enjoy your life day to day somewhere and then still go do other things. Right. Traveling through international borders, though, right now, kind of difficult. If you've not heard about traveling through Canada, it's a little tough right now. And I can see Johnny Goudreau saying, bare minimum, I don't want to be in Calgary because I don't want to deal with that because I don't know how long this is going to go. Well, I don't know. And and it's just, it's hard anyway, even if there's not pandemic stuff going on, it's still difficult. So I get all that of him saying, I want to go play in the East Coast or somewhere near the
0: East. And I know that there's no place for logic in society. And I'm sometimes I have no logic, but he said, look, for all everybody who says, well, if you miss your family, put them on a plane, millionaire. Says, well, it's a little bit more difficult than that. You know, my my family still work; they have jobs, they have lives and homes, and they just can't get on a plane at the drop of a hat to come see me in Calgary. It's different, yeah. And I, I get that, and I understand why he wrote it. He seems like a decent enough guy who just wants people to not hate him, which we all kind of want, even though I kind of get it chubby when you hate me. But <laughs> he probably doesn't, right? But you're not gonna, you're never gonna win over those Calgary fans.
3: No, I know that, and I'm, I'm sure this is a nice thing for him. I, I'm guessing this is more of a, to put his head on the pillow at night, it helps him feel yeah, better that right, he wrote fine. this. But yeah, it's not going to help gonna Calgary fans at all, and that's, that's understood.
0: A couple of Buckeyes could wind up on HGTV. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic
4: from the Meisters Bar and
5: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some delays to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find traffic is slow on I seventy one southbound between Six Seventy and East Broad Street. More delays on I seventy eastbound between Mound Street and Route three fifteen and I seventy downtown split eastbound between the seventy one three fifteen west split and Livingston Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get fired up for grilling season at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on eighty five percent lean ground beef, just three ninety nine a pound, now through July twenty six. Get real. I'm Ray with
0: Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust.
1: Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm
0: about to bust.
1: This is Man and Bone. Head
0: to 971thefan.com. Click on the little image that says Man and Bone World Tour and buy our limited edition Red Tour t-shirt. It's $30. They're only on sale until Friday at midnight, and then they're gone forever. We will never make them again. So this is your chance to buy them. We appreciate you. Go to hell. It is Wild Card Wednesday. It is indeed. Uh, Alex says, rate your top OSU head coaches. And then he rates his. Uh, Woody 1, Trestle 2. Urban 3, Paul Brown 4, Ryan Day 5, Earl Bruce 6, John Cooper 7. I don't really have a problem with that list. I probably wouldn't change it too much. I mean, the guys who won national championships are going to be there at the beginning, at least for me. I hope that in a couple years, maybe Ryan Day moves up on this list because he too has won a national championship. I guess the only thing I would change, maybe I would flip Earl and Coop.
3: Yeah, I could see that. I think that's that's a because I think Coop did a lot more to take this team from like the era where you had so many good players just showed up at Ohio State more or Coop, less. Coop did a lot, just couldn't right? win a game. I'm saying like Earl Bruce was in that transition time where we went from college football being like four or five, <laughs> four or five powers. Mike, we don't have that anymore, thank no. God. But <laughs> at <laughs> at that time, it was almost like a given that any good player from the state of Ohio was just going to go to Ohio State, and that's that. Coop began that era where you said, oh, hey, the best players in California also will be coming to Ohio State, or Texas, or Florida. As that era kind of came in in the 90s, he he brought in a lot of great teams and a lot of great talent. They just couldn't win with that talent as consistently as we wanted to see. But again, the ridiculous levels of expectations we have at Ohio State, that makes sense. Plus, on a personal level, I just like Coop better. So. Oh, I, I love John so I, Cooper. I
0: flip him there. Uh, Tyler... I, you know. <laughs> You walk into a restaurant that only serves dishes you absolutely hate, what's on the menu? Uh for me, anything with ginger, I hate
3: ginger. Mm. Well, uh, you or- know you know what's on my list. Pick- what pickles. Yes. There, any, pickles. any pickle products are just gonna be that's it's gonna be a pickle restaurant. That's really what it's gonna be. I hate uh like organ meat. Oh, well that I think most I guess I was thinking of things that people ordinary things? Yeah, you know, like people most people would go, uh Like to organ meat. I don't think most people do that with pickles. I think that's a little more 50-50. If you wave a piece of ginger over my food, you're done. I will
0: still taste it. You're out. I hate it. Really? Oh, we get uh, sushi. The girls like sushi. I like sushi too. But if there is a piece of sushi even touching a piece of the ginger that they put there on the side, Mm -hmm. I
3: will not eat that really oh i can't and that's interesting because you're not i would not classify you at all as a picky eater oh
0: i hate ginger and Ain't that
3: was it. not meant as a shot but i understand it kind of sounded like a shot and i'm sorry i didn't mean it as a And shot. it's it's hereditary because my father hates ginger
0: and his father hated ginger. really yeah it's like cilantro how did you for end up some working people, with me
3: for some people with cilantro it the, tastes like soap and the biggest slice of ginger you've ever seen i got it salted it in here one day and you just said come on over ginger man Let's you know go. what? I'd be, I'd like a nice thin slice of you on my <laughs> nigiri so sushi gross. piece. <laughs> <That's> so gross. <laughs> slice yourself ultra thin. <laughs> Is that the Paul Abdul coming out a little a tall glass of you walking through in there? Yeah. I'll tell you what,
0: if I had my choice between actual ginger on a piece of sushi mm-hmm. and like one of your toenails?
3: <laughs> Are you kidding I me? I would eat your toenail. Really? Yes. Wow. I'm trying to think if I would eat a pickle or your toenail. I hope it's extra cheesy. Your toenail. You know what? I'd probably eat your toenail over a pickle because I really hate. Pick- I don't mind the, but I'm not averse to the. If there's the, the ambiance or the nuance of pickle juice that's been around, that's okay. I can tolerate the brininess. It's just the, the texture of a pickle is not for me. You're not a shrimp guy either, right?
6: No, no, no. I'll do shrimp.
3: I'm okay with shrimp. What's the thing? The other thing you don't like that. Texture-wise, salad. No? Is it mushrooms? No, mushrooms. I, I hate mushrooms. Yeah, you don't like mushrooms. And that is a thing, though. That unfortunately, I went with my buddy to a really nice uh, restaurant in Pittsburgh. He was showing me around a couple different places. He like, I don't know if it's really nice. A really interesting cool like chef inspired asian fusion menu we go there and he's like oh this is the dish and he described it to me only with the term that it's used in the restaurant which told me nothing because i don't speak japanese and so then we get into the japanese restaurant we're sitting there eating and he brings it to me he's like here you go try it i'm like oh what is in this he's like it's like all it's the most mushroomy thing you can ever have and i'm like great thank you well, and you, I, I ate, ate some it. of it. Yeah, I, well, I you ate you? it. You're a trooper. Sure. Well, he, it, he was very happy. And you know what? It was the best thing I've ever had with a mushroom in it. And I was able to stomach it and get it down. But was it my favorite dish? No. I, uh, once upon a time, when I still went places, I don't go anywhere now.
6: Yeah.
0: But I went to a restaurant. The chef was a big listener of the show, which yes. I always appreciate. And so he would uh, send out some stuff that I didn't order. Oh. You know, just, just like, hey, I'm the house. Here's some stuff for you. Try some stuff. That's, that's really nice. It is really nice unless they bring something you don't like. And so he brought me some pate. Mmm, okay. And again, organs. I don't like things that have a job. If it's filtering something.
3: I mean, well, I mean, steak has a job, right? You know what I mean. <laughs> It's not, it's not like they just walk around the cows like just motionless they move around they you muscles. know you know what i mean all right fine all right well, i'll take your word for it all right
0: so he brought some pate out yeah and just the smell of it i could smell it i've never I, i've never had any pate i said thank you very like much that. i didn't want to offend and so i i took a took a bite of it what do
3: you do dip a cracker in
0: that and just oh, how it was, does that it was work? like
3: some toast points oh well sorry right? it's the so, same
0: thing Put some on the- I'm like, well, you know, maybe my taste changed. And even though I was smelling it and I knew what it was going to be, it's got that minerally,
1: yeah.
0: So I ate it and it was terrible. But I didn't, I felt it would be rude if I just took one and then just left it there. And oh, they, right. They, they brought it out for me. It's, it's, I hate leaving food. I think it's rude. I don't want to offend. And so I took my cloth napkin and I filled it up with this stuff. And then I stuffed it in my pants. I was,
3: I was wondering if it was going to go down in the trousers.
0: And I went in the bathroom and flushed it all down the toilet. Wow. I was in the bathroom flushing toast points and pate mm. down the toilet that were
3: in my pants. Did this guy ever become the wiser on that? Did he, well, he ever he know? listening right now. Well, now he knows. But no, he thought I ate it all. And then and he then probably the thought, next, next time, hey, Yes. And then the next time he brought your your me more of
0: it! So I got to go back to the bathroom with a pant full of pate. (laughs) Wow,
3: you got a big sack or is that just some pate and toast in your pants? Well, both, sir. I just that's that's a thing that is often said around the office. If we're like, if you and I are out somewhere, sometimes we're like, oh, that guy looks like he's got a load in his diaper. What's going on over there? It's like, well, maybe that's what's going on over there. Maybe he's got a friendly chef. It's serving his food out his pants, he's stuffing like fried pickles in there. Cause he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like pickles like me. Right.
0: Couple of Buckeyes could wind up on HGTV.
3: Yeah. So this story, I I'm trying to understand the full details of it, but I think we can kind of piece it together from what's put out there. NIL management uh, tweeted this out. They said, update clients slash Ohio state football players, Travion Henderson and G Scott of uh, their first house flip slash real estate deal and it was a video of them showing a house that they are currently renovating. It says they're about halfway through, and it's crazy to see how quickly they took action when the deal was presented to them. Create generational wealth, hashtag NIL, hashtag NIL management. You can go see them on Twitter at NIL management if you want to see this video, but it looks as if they, I mean, they walked through this this house, and they showed that, yes, it has, some of the ceiling is stripped out, some of the flooring is out. They're, I mean, they're completely flipping a house. Flip! So, I, I think that's interesting on a few levels. One, it is going to generate revenue for them, right? They show on this video, they say they purchased it for under $150,000. They are spending someone, I'm guessing, I don't know how this works, right? I, I'm i guessing two college football players don't just automatically have seventy five grand between them to put into it, but that's what they say they are spending on the rehab. Of course, you could do that through a loan or something else, right? Uh, but anyway, all that combined, they say... The annual value on this will be over or the uh, the annuitized return. I guess is what it would be three hundred twenty thousand dollars. Okay, so they're saying you know they're putting money. in like two twenty five. They're getting three twenty out of it, making almost a hundred grand off that deal before you know all the fees and everything else. So that's that's something that's very cool. And also, of course, they could hang on to it after their playing careers are over, have that for a while, and then sell it. You know, it, that's. That's a a name, image, and likeness deal that I had not thought of, but that is very creative to say the least. The best thing you can do for your reputation is leave your job. I'll explain coming
0: up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
4: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and
5: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for heavy delays on 270 southbound after U.S. 33, an object on the roadway in that area. Caution is advised as cars swerve to avoid it. Watch out for stop-and-go delays. You'll also find some heavy slowdowns on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Plan about a five-minute backup. Stripping port is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free poop today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
2: and sweaty. Don't be like quad and beaver queef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company beaver queef can trust.
1: Man is kneading his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and t
0: Happy Wednesday. It's Wild Card Wednesday. Send in your questions, your stupid questions, your stupid topics at manandbone971, and we will answer said stupid questions, stupid topics. I want
3: to be very clear, because this is extraordinarily different from what we're doing tomorrow, which is where we're going to do no sports Thursday. Today is Wildcard Wednesday, where we will occasionally not talk sports. Well, we had... Uh... One of the wild card questions was rate your top OSU head coaches. Oh, that's true. That was I, tomorrow. That tomorrow that would, we couldn't do that. That would be off limits. This is one we could talk about today, tomorrow. Really, we could talk about it anytime, but we'll bring it up here. I saw this tweet. It's, it's going viral. It's got over 160,000 likes um, and 10,000 retweets. This person whose name or uh, the Twitter handle is I hide from my kids, which... If you're a parent, you probably relate to that Twitter handle very much so. Here's the tweet. My daughter insisted her new preschool teacher's name was Mr. Penis. We argued over it until one day we finally saw the name in writing. Miss, and I'm going to spell it for you, D-E-R-P-A-N-I-S. Her name was Miss Derpanis. Which I can see how a little kid would say as Mister Penis. Mm-hmm. So that stinks for uh, Mister Penis. Yeah, but anyway, I have you ever had someone who had a weird name as a teacher when you were a kid? I feel like we've talked about this before, but maybe, maybe no. Not. I mean, we had nicknames we gave. Oh, but not like a weird teacher's name. I don't think so. I think I told you about my kindergarten teacher's name was Miss Kitchen. Not nearly yeah, as is as this.
0: I had a, a Miss Fosnut that we used to call Fuzznut. Well, sure. Uh, she also had six toes. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: How'd you, you find that? Just, just
0: open How would I shoes? Find, find that out? Because she wore sandals every day. I was going to say open-toed you shoes. You would think if you had six toes, you'd want to hide the six toes? She shoved them right down your throat. Well, she wore sandals. She also did. humiliated me in class. Oh, how'd she do Mrs. that? Mrs. Fuzznut. Because... She goes around the class, and is she, teach, uh, she taught uh, social studies. She said, I'm starting a new company called Fosnot Fudge. Okay. Where I make my own fudge, and I'm going to sell the fudge. I'm going to go around the class, and I want you to tell me how many shares of Fosnot Fudge you would buy. Okay. All right? And so I'm thinking there's a lesson here. Sure. Okay, because it made no sense. Every, other, every kid that she called out in class was like, I'd buy 100 shares. I'd buy a 1,000 shares in Not Fudge. And when she finally got to me, I said, well, I'm going to be the one. There's got to be an angle. I'm going to be the one that she looks at and says, you got it. Because I said to her, well, I'm not buying any shares until I taste some. Right. That's, that's. I thought there was a business lesson there. That's.
3: That's also smart. By the way, don't just jump into something without and knowing what you're buying. she
0: Looked at me with her six toes, and she said, "Fine, you don't get any fudge." She then proceeded to hand out fudge to everyone in the class, except for me. I didn't what? get any fudge.
3: What was the What was the point of that
1: exercise? I don't know.
3: I have no idea. You know, I I will say, and I I have. You know, working with you as many years as I have, you understand
0: how I am. There are, how I there am, are don't don't times
3: you? where I've said, "I just don't know how anyone gets to be this way." Sometimes, but then you tell me a story like that, and I say, "No, it, I do." I, I mean, I, I don't. I never had anything like that happen to me. If I did, I might have a difficult time going out to anywhere because I would just feel like, "Well, this is a black hole that we live in. It all sucks, and there's nothing good." Because, yeah, what what grade was this? Uh seventh grade it was junior high seventh or eighth i forget what year i had her it's not really like it's a great age to do it anytime but seventh grade where everyone everywhere is making fun of everyone all the time and then you're like i'm just going to be honest with you i think it would be good to you know taste some fudge before i get to buy and she's like well then you don't get any screw you a-hole like that's that's great messaging from the teacher in seventh grade well done when actually i think that was the proper thing to do if i were the teacher i would have said there you go, Mike. That's You got it exactly right. That's right. I'm um, glad I'm not a teacher, though, because I I, don't, I think I would have Mrs. Fosnod moments all the time, and I would be let everyone see my sixth toe, for sure. <laughs> I got a lot of toes. I don't think you can just make fudge and pass it out in class. No? In 2022. Th-
0: Maybe. I don't you know. You don't think so? Uh, best thing you can do for your reputation is leave your job. So, uh, Joe Buck is no longer doing baseball play-by-play. Because he's left Fox, mm-hmm. so it was Joe Davis was the voice of the All Star Game last night. And if you go read, you'd like type Joe Davis into Twitter, you would think
3: Hitler were, was calling the game last night. Oh, you got well, you got a lot of people. Joe Buck was trending because people are like, "Man, I miss Joe Buck." People, all they did,
0: and I'm sure if I'm Joe Buck, I'm laughing about this because all people did was pick apart Joe Buck, and he leaves the job. Joe Davis comes in, and now they can't wait for Joe Buck again. Yeah. Oh my God! Please bring back Joe Buck so I can enjoy the All Star Game.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm sure there were people also who said this is so great that he's not on the call. But yeah, Joe Davis's family <laughs> said that. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know. I, I understand there are a lot of people who don't like Joe Buck because you perceive him to be Homerish. But again, I, I and I'm not saying this is not trying to be a jerk. I think that can happen. I think, again, Guardians fans, you have the memories of the World Series where you're playing the Chicago Cubs. And unfortunately, even though your team hasn't won a World Series since the 40s, there's only one or two other teams in baseball that it would have been more of a celebrated story than your team winning. And sadly, you were playing one of those teams. Right or wrong? You know about that, Mike, how much you hate that. Of course. Cubs fans always get that, and Cubs always get talked about. I don't blame in that World Series Joe Buck for saying... This is kind of a big deal, folks. The Cubs might win this thing. Now, was he rooting for that? Who knows? But if it sounded like he was a little more stilted towards that happening, that might be because he was. Might be because we're biased. Or it might just be because that was a historic thing that he spent a little more time talking about. It does happen. The most important game of all time is a game that doesn't matter.
0: Details next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From
4: the Meister's Bar and
5: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that earlier debris has been cleared from the roadway of 270 southbound after US 33. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual delays. You'll also find some slowdowns on 71 northbound between Greenlawn Avenue and I-70. Another five-minute backup. the traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lesset are reminding you to never text while driving. No text messages worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together we can stop distracted driving Eliana Ray with Fan Traffic
1: No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone.
0: Go to 971thefan.com. You will see a little picture that says Man and Bone World Tour. Click on it and buy our limited edition red tour t-shirt. It's on sale now until Friday at midnight. After that, we will never have them again. We will never print them. It's $30. You pick your size. We custom make it for you. I'll rub it on my sweaty body, and then we send it off mm. to you.
3: <laughs> that's now, the handling you know it's, part. You know it's good. <laughs> oh, that's how there's we handle shipping, it. There's shipping, and then there's handling. I've always wondered about that. Why Why is there a handling? But I guess that's to like pay the person to stick it in the envelope. Well, yeah, but I mean, the, the shipping's sense. a cost, and then someone's got to put it in the envelope. Yeah. In this I guess case, it'll fair. be me you could just say shipping and we would all yeah. know that we would know that it didn't magically just pop into its you know envelope or sleeve or whatever it's in we would assume someone put it anyway good for you I'm glad you're gonna rub that the all shirt. over your body oh, we have an update today that's good I'm glad
2: oh, hello everyone as you know it's been very hot in the British Isles
3: how's it been though in the land of great britain because i assume the british isles is just what you refer to as you know some part of your body i'm guessing
2: Uh, no No. (laughs) why you have to be so cheeky (laughs) t-bone i'm here to tell you that it was 104 degrees
3: oh
0: 104
2: degrees in buckingham palace there's no air conditioning in Buckingham Palace. Well sure it was built before air conditioning even existed. And even though I'm the queen I'm not immune from a maintenance wipe from time to time. I have some swampy knickers.
3: You have, your pants are, are, are getting a little uh, a little sweaty down there. Yes I,
2: I had to do a little maintenance wipe. I have you know sweat. When I was a younger woman mm. I put a pencil underneath my tots and it would just fall down but now <laughs> those fun bags have deflated so they're
3: holding pencils is what they're you're saying
2: holding moisture is what mm, happens i, I have see
3: sweaty got fun you. bags are you the official barometer the, and that too the official barometer of the british isles is that how that works yes. now with the moisture content absolutely okay. great
2: i put some powder in my my nickers to dry things up down there and instead i got chunky bisquick
3: mm not good. You do not want that. That's a that's a problem I've had, too, for what it's worth over the years. So I'm sorry you're dealing with that right well, now. It's
2: cooled down significantly today, T-Bone. The oh. temperature, as we speak, is a nice 73 degrees. Oh, my
3: gosh. They're probably putting sweaters on. Everybody will feel so cool. Uh, have you done anything to offer relief to people who are dealing with this? Now, I know it's, now it's cooled off, but while it was going on, were you offering as the, you know... I mean you're the figurative head of state there
2: it's funny you ask that t-bone hmm? i put a very uh, determined member of my family in charge of this oh okay i have that whore daughter-in-law camilla uh. <laughs> making paper fans oh and passing them out to the british masses i've got to say that seems wildly inefficient
3: as far as cooling off the rest of the british isles you just offering paper fans to people as Camilla makes Well, them. what do you want me to do? I don't know. Maybe sell a crown jewel off and get no. some people some AC? Come on. How about you return the crown jewels there's to the countries no you AC? stole
2: them from? You want that? Buckingham Palace is sponsored by the Carrier Dome, but there's no <laughs> air conditioning.
3: When are you going to take those crown jewels back to the countries you pillaged them from? All right, that's all. More film at 11?
0: That's all. More for you me know, later? The, the okay. Queen comes in. She tells you about her maintenance wife. Yeah, queen's ducking some questions.
3: Sounds like the Queen's not ready to answer the questions about where she got all those she jewels. Didn't, she didn't come here for hard journalism. Well, she should. She should know better. She didn't know that Geraldo was going to be here. That's right. I'm here shirtless with a mustache. I'm ready to talk.
2: Me too. Oh, she's
0: back. No, she's gone now.
3: Oh, damn it. left me. Sorry.
0: Uh, what did I tease? The most important game of all time. Is a game that doesn't matter. We had a, a major league soccer game. What was it? AC Slater? No, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's
3: the uh, Miami CF. Inter Miami. Inter Miami. Sorry, I always get them confused with the Miami Fusion, which were a team that existed and is now gone. Inter Miami. That is David Beckham's team. He owns that team. Okay, and they were playing a friendly against Barcelona. Yes. Okay. You know, one of the biggest clubs in the world, and so they played this game. I want to say they played it at the Hard Rock. Casino stadium thing where whatever. the Dolphins, Dolphins play. play and so they their manager Phil Neville who for those who don't know world soccer he played for Manchester United for many years he was a the the manager of the women's national team for England for a few years now he is managing at inner Miami so he had a press conference before the game where he said quote it's the biggest match in club history this is talking about a friendly a scrimmage basically with a team from Europe who's bringing some of their stars but obviously some of those guys are going to play 30 minutes and then they're going to get subbed out or they're not going to be playing very hard anyway it is a scrimmage it is not even a real game but he said biggest match in club history he then went on to say also like we've never had this many fans ever in this building for a Miami Fusion or a <laughs> Inter Miami game to which I would say, well, you still haven't, Phil, because um, this wasn't an Inter-Miami crowd. Yeah, the Barcelona fans, I'm sure, bought
0: those tickets.
3: You could have had them play a local high school team, and you still would have sold the same amount of tickets, which would have been all of them, because people want to come see Barcelona. So anyway, he said all this stuff, said it's so important. What happened? They played the game last night. They got wiped 6 to nothing, and it was not... I mean, th- there's highlight real stuff left and right that didn't result in goals. His team looked completely abysmal. So Barcelona is half-assing this. Yeah, they're They're preseason. Right, they're up six nothing. This is the middle of your season if you're Inter Miami, and then yeah, they're they so they lost six to nothing. But during this game, Phil Neville, you know, most important game in club history, brought in his son who does not play any first team minutes for Inter Miami. Brought his son in and also brought in Beckham's kid, who I think they just signed to like their you know junior squad or something. Like he's like they they let the kids come out and play. For half a hot minute. I don't. I I am so frustrated as a soccer fan who watches Major League Soccer from time to time. Obviously, I watch the crew. But outside of that, I do watch some MLS. There are two different ways this league is. One half of the league is teams like Atlanta, teams like Portland, teams like Seattle. And I hope that the crew are in this camp. I think we are where they go out and they see talent around the world and say, huh, we could go get some of that talent. Maybe we can't get the talent Barcelona's bringing in, but we can get the talent you know Watford has. We can go to a South American team and say, hey, you can play for Corinthians, or you can come play here. And guys choose to play here. So that's good. And then you get those guys. They play for you. They play well. Maybe you win championships. Maybe not. Maybe those guys go on and do other things in soccer. But you, you reap the benefits of their brilliance at a younger age. Then you have Inter Miami who's saying, can we please get Lionel Messi when he's about to retire? That's the latest thing. Lionel Messi has said, when he's done, that's where he wants to go play. Awesome. Great. And you'll sell a bunch of tickets, and you'll be terrible.
0: Is that the type of league? I thought Major League Soccer was trying to move past they that. They should
3: be trying to move past where you're
0: it. Where you just like the retirement home for these
3: guys, well, and they get a big check and suck. But then, you know, David Beckham's running this team. He's like, I say, you know what I think? I think we ought to get me mates in here from London. And why from does he sound Spain like Why <laughs> Bring him all over here, you know, chim chimery, chim chimery. How many boo- bad English accents are we going to
0: have in one segment? <laughs> he sounds like Dick Van Dyke in Mary Poppins. That's how he
3: sounds. Have you ever heard him talk? He's got like a tiny little mouse voice. But anyway... Yeah, so that's what we're doing. Over there, it's let's bring all my buddies over, who I used to play with, and have them come here, and they can live in Miami. It'll be fun. We'll all have my ties. We'll drink. It'll be awesome. We'll lose games, but hey, we're going to drink and have fun. Or you could go get like actual players who can play now, and then let those guys go out there and actually try to win something in your league. One of the two, right. they're doing the dumb way. Very angry. Uh, we told you yesterday,
0: the NFL's going to Germany. Week 10, it's the Buccaneers and the Seahawks, and the the prices on StubHub are ridiculous. It's like $37,000 for one ticket. The average price on the secondary market's almost thousand dollars. I saw this story today. The NFL says they've been overwhelmed by demand for tickets for their first regular season game in Germany later this year. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will face the Seahawks. November 13th, tickets for the game went on sale yesterday but many fans were left disappointed after more than 770,000 people accessed the site at the same time oh. according to an NFL spokesperson 770,000 people at the same time that's almost like people lining up in the queue to buy our VIP box it was a little bit like yesterday. that i think
3: we might have had slightly fewer people but, but just just barely
0: you know they were saying that you know we they're used to doing this for London. They've played multiple regular season games in London in the same season, and while ticket sales have been brisk, and they sell all these tickets, they've never seen anything like this in London. The Germans are crazy for the NFL to come back.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that, and I, I think it's telling that as the NFL product is seen to be that uh, well received around the world, what's the NFL's temptation going to be, right? There is no level of satisfaction that they can reach as the owners of these teams. Mind you, they're all billionaires. And mind you, they've all been making billions of dollars for years on this product. But they cannot risk possibly not expanding their empire. So they are going to continue to take this game around the world. That's why we see three games in England a year now as opposed to just one. And you'll see probably a handful of games in Germany In the next five years, not, not per, I'm saying per year, you will see more and more teams who will then say, Hey, maybe Germany can be our second home. You know, that can be our market. Like Jacksonville kind of has London. Maybe we could be the team that Germany embraces. And that's a whole new fan base and a whole new stream of revenue. And then another team's going to say, Well, why can't we do that in Italy? Let's try that. And they'll, they'll, they'll keep going with this, trying to make that more and more of a thing. And that's fine. While everybody here is still throwing, gobs of money at it but should the money spigot ever slightly diminish here probably won't probably won't but if it ever does i wonder then what the plan would be would they just like pull back from all that and say no we're focusing on the u.s or would they say well we don't need that because we've got uh you know a team we got a game in budapest this year like we're and they just keep going and i wonder what the end game is on all that is the money spigot right next to the goose spigot separate separate locations okay don't want to confuse the two uh nick
0: saban talks about retirement details next common man and t-bone on the fan
4: fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on I-70 downtown split eastbound after the 71-315 West split. It is blocking the left side, causing some heavy slowdowns. You'll also find an accident on Oakland Park Avenue west of Cleveland Avenue. Traffic is slow here as well. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach spin classes. Gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Van traffic
0: as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can
1: trust. Off-topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone.
0: Happy Wednesday. It is Wild Card Wednesday. What does that mean? That means you are in control of a lot of the things we talk about. Just tweet us. At Man and Bone 971, rando questions, rando topics. We'll try and get to as many as we can on Wild Card
3: Wednesday. Uh, I have got this one from Russell. He said, my wife will call me on her way home from work to ask me how my day was when I'm going to see her in five minutes. What's the one thing your wife does that drives you off a cliff? I had this situation last night where
0: it uh, was after dinner. We wanted a little something sweet for dessert, mm-hmm. so I went in the pantry, because I knew we had some elf cookies in there. Sure. Double
3: stuff. Yep. Oh, those elf are the good cookies. ones. Oh, those are so good. You get good. single stuff, you're an animal. Well, I mean, right? they'll, they'll do, but well, why would you do that when there's double stuff available to you? Anyway, exactly right. Go ahead. It's like saying, I know, I prefer dial-up internet. <laughs> All
0: this high-speed <laughs> stuff, I don't like it. I want buffering. Right. right. It's probably still available, but why would you do it? Anyway, so I go in the pantry. And she does this for everything. And it doesn't really affect me in any way other than it just annoys me, and I can't explain why it annoys me so much. She had taken an elf cookie from earlier. And you know those elf cookies? They're so damn big. Mm. Can't finish a whole elf cookie. Right. So you take a bite out of an elf cookie and then put it in a Ziploc bag.
3: <laughs> My entire pantry <laughs> is full of half-eaten crap in a Ziploc bag. See, that's, that's discipline. Can I ask, though, are we sure that because I would I could see myself. I don't know about how Kristen would do this, but for me, if if that was a concern, I might take like four cookies and then bite half of one and leave it in the Ziploc baggie to be like, see, yeah, I only had half a cookie in case my wife was wondering, like, how's that? You know, how are you doing on that? Then I could be like, well, yeah, I oh, just but had she's the half not cookie. In a position like. She doesn't have to hide her eating from well, me. Right, I know that. She can right. eat all
0: the
2: cookies she wants. True it's enough. It's not that she's eating the cookies; it's that that she's not finishing a cookie. And it's not just the off cookie; it's a half-eaten Oreo cookie, or it's a
0: you
3: know quarter of a candy bar that's left in there. <laughs> yeah, that's that again. I I don't have any reference for this. You and I, I guess, probably don't have the any fun reference size for this. Candy bars from Halloween, right? Yeah. They're... That's one bite. That's one bite,
0: Wait, she'll, yes. she'll take a little tiny bite and say, oh, that's enough. That's enough Snickers. And she'll put it in a Ziploc bag. That is my entire life. Half-eaten crap
3: in a bag. <laughs> I applaud that. I applaud her willpower on that. I, I could never do that. All I right, could what not else, do that. What else do you have? Well, I was going to tell you one that, that uh, drives me off the wall with my wife, which is, this is a thing, if I am outside... Whether it's like I've, I've if I've worked on the car, if I have cleaned the garage, if I have mowed the lawn, anything involving outside stuff, you know, you come in, hands are dirty, want to wash the hands. Mm-hmm. We have a sink right in the kitchen when I walk in. Now, the sink has nothing in it. It's not like I'm not talking if there was like a couple bowls in there or something. I'm saying there's nothing in the sink. I might walk over and grab the soap there and just wash my hands. My wife is insistent that if you have been doing anything, like, outside where you could have chemicals on your hands, anything like that, has to go in the bathroom sink. Why? Because, well, because in the bathroom, like, we're already aware that there's bathroom stuff around there, but, like, the kitchen sink, that's where, like, that's near Uh where food is prepared. Oh, yeah, the kitchen sink, right, where you rinse off, like,
0: chicken butthole (laughs) in the sink, we can't put our dirty outside hands where the chicken ass has been. Right.
3: That's so. That's the one where it's like I will start to walk over, and she's like, "Are you washing your hands in the kitchen?" And i will uh, no, I'm going to the. You're right. I'm going to the bathroom, and it, the bathroom's just right there too. It's not that far. I just always forget, and then I get annoyed, and then she gets annoyed with me, and then we get annoyed. I understand at each why other. you
0: can't use the kitchen sink. I hey, don't honey, remember
3: that time last week we had a dead piece of pig in here. How is that different? (laughs) But that's food that we're gonna cook and eat. The like grass clippings that I bagged up, who knows? There could be some bird poo or dog poo on those. Are you leaving it in the sink? No, but if any of that, you know, material got on my hands. You're using soap. This is a whole other thing because then right, I know, but it's but it's the idea that anything like that could be getting on near our food. Now, do we have cats? Yes. How do cats use the bathroom? They get in a litter box. And then what do the cats do? They crawl over everything. They're on the counter, they're on the table, they're everywhere. Yeah. And I that I find gross and she's like, "Well, that's just cats." So the cats that's have more just ri- cats. Well, cats I'm just have a human The cats have more rights in my house than I do. That's what I say. Man, you know, it's so good we're perfect. <laughs> we're not inconsistent at all. No. We're no. Just perfect. I you know what, someday and I don't think I don't know if Chris would ever do it. I kind of doubt Melissa would ever want to do it cuz I don't think she'd want to be on the air, but if we could ever get them to just have a segment where they could just tell everybody what we do that's stupid. Why don't we do it one day? Yeah, we should. We can do a whole hour. If, if they want to do it, us we should and, have them Us and the wives for a whole oh, hour. I say, look, give us, we'll go back there. Let them just well, do this for an hour. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they need a professional in here with them. What come are we on. doing? Are you kidding? They'd probably take over our time slot. No, fair enough. Probably how that would go. Uh, Nick Saban at the
0: SEC Media Days. He's 70 years old. He was asked about retirement. Here's what he had to say. I love my job. I love it. I love the relationships with the players. I love the competition, the preparation for the games. I just love it. I wish you would all ask all the other coaches who come up here, because they tell the recruits I'm going to retire. Ask them how they know I'm going to retire when all I think about is what I'm going to do if I retire. Because I love what I'm doing right now. So how am I going to be happy not coaching? So he's saying, look, all these other SEC coaches, they're going to the living rooms and they're trying to get guys to not come to Alabama by saying, that old man, he's 70 years old, he's going to retire. But I'm here to tell you, outside of coaching football, I enjoy nothing. I am worried. I am worried about the day where I have to be at home and look at Miss Terry's face the entire day and play shuffleboard and wear white pants i am scared of that
3: day so i'm going to keep coaching until i drop dead that's essentially what he said today i just want to take this moment if you are sitting there listening to that and saying gosh that doesn't sound like a normal well-adjusted human it's not but then but then none of these coaches are. are but what do we do in our society especially on like espn they're like wow nick saban a guy you should look up to. And it's like, no, you could admire that he won all those games. You could think it's really impressive what he's done. Do you want your kids or do you want to be like Nick Saban? God, I hope not. That guy is poorly adjusted. Not that you want to be like any of us. We're also poorly adjusted. But my point is, we sometimes look at a guy like him and go, ah, there you go, Nick Saban. That's a man who really, you could learn a lot from him. Well, you might be able to learn some football stuff from him. You might be able to learn some, like, get up at 5 a.m. and do your work stuff from him. But is he a well-adjusted human you should model your life after? Hell no. And we do that too often in sports where we look at the psychopaths in this business and go, that's what you should be like, little Johnny. No, little Johnny shouldn't. He should be like, I don't know, the people who make, I don't know, $10 million, $20 million, play a couple years and call it a day. And you never hear from him again because they're on a boat and they're enjoying their lives. My parents have this other old couple that they go out to dinner with.
0: And the other dude has to ask his wife everything. Has no opinion of his own. Really? Right? Just doesn't... Well, again, has makes no, no opinion sense of to his us because of what we do. Has no idea what he likes or doesn't like. My father told me the story. They're at the steak restaurant. He orders a steak. Waiter comes around. How would you like your steak prepared? He was not even considering this question as a possibility. This is how... Right. ...gone this guy is. Right. He says, Ah, oh, the a steak. What kind of steak? I don't know, whatever, piece of the cow, what's the difference? Okay. okay. I have no preference on the no, cut. No preference on that the steak. Like. How would you like your steak cooked, sir? I don't know. So he looks at his wife and says, how do I like my steak cooked? He, no, he has no opinion about anything. That's how I picture Nick Saban to be. Right. Well, I guess we have to eat. Yeah, we do, Nick. No, I, you're not wrong on that, you, I don't you think. You take me out to dinner once a year. Can we go out to dinner? Or do you have to think about watching film all the time? To me, that seems like a sad existence. For him, that's the only way he's ever lived.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> honestly with Nick Saban, like, that—that that is not, if you followed his career, that is not surprising, this answer from him, where he's like, I don't even know what I would do with my time. He, from his youth, has not known what to do with he his time he other worries than football. About it.
2: He, wor- he
3: thinks, like, what could I possibly do when and I'm b- retired? I want to be clear too. Like I was all fired up there saying, Don't let your kids be like Nick Saban. I'm not saying Nick Saban can even control that. I'm 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 understanding enough to realize this guy just got to the way he is because all the inputs he ever had in his life when he did these things, they were all jackpot, positive, good job, way to go, A plus, like on everything. So he probably feels like, Why would I do anything else? This is all I ever get told I'm great at. I I'm gonna keep on doing it. I really like that. That's that's him can't change all that I'm just saying we probably shouldn't look at that guy and say yeah we need more guys like that no that's that's crazy I mean it helps you win football games I'll give you that but I'd i like the idea that you could win football games and also I don't know know what like day of the week it is other than during <laughs> football season when you know when Saturday is and you got to have your game plan ready the Big Ten
0: is a gated community details next Colin Man and T-Bone on the fan
4: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for delays on I-71 southbound to 4 Frank Road. There is some debris on the roadway. Please be careful as cars swerve to avoid it. Plan on some backups in the meantime. The traffic report is sponsored by Staples Store. Staples has what you need for school at prices that won't hold you back. Now, Crayola 10-count markers and 12-count colored pencils are just 99 cents each. And Staples One Subject Notebooks are just 35 cents each. In-store only. Offer ends on August 27th. Limit 30. Don't send your kids back to school. Send them forward at Staples.
0: As I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you
1: can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone.
3: I'm out of breath. What happened back there? I was playing Pong. How'd you do? Then I
0: ran in here and... Mm. Fat. So fat. <laughs> well, how did the Pong go?
3: Did you do okay? I, I lost, but... Oh, that's too bad. I need a breather. That's good. Tell people what we have today. Uh, we, <laughs> have, we have we Wild Card Wednesday. So that is your chance to send us a tweet at Man and Bone 971 You can tweet us your Wild Card Wednesday. You going to be all right over there? Yeah. Okay. Um, so you can tweet us that. Tomorrow on the show, we are doing not Wild Card Wednesday, no Sports Thursday. So it is just all... No sports. All the no time. So we're going to do that. You can also buy the Man and Bone World Tour t-shirts. How many other things now? are we going to sell to you? 971thefan.com. Just look up the you know, World Tour logo. Click on that. Those shirts, $30. Limited time offer. They go off of sale forever Friday at midnight. So if you want one, get one before they're gone. 971thefan.com.
0: The ACC commissioner is Jim Phillips. He was I asked about Notre Dame. Should have known that. He said, they know how we feel. They know we'd love to have him as a football member in our conference. If there comes a time Notre Dame would go away from being an independent, I feel really good about it being the ACC.
3: Hmm. Okay, that's good for them. I don't feel as good about that because I'm not sure that the ACC is going to exist for very much longer. Have you seen all the different things that have been said by Jim Phillips in this uh, ACC media day that he well, had? Well, no, I,
0: I have these these quotes here where he says, uh, the fear of the Power Five becoming the Big Two. I don't know if ACC expansion is the only solution. You have to look to be creative. All neighborhoods need to be healthy. It's not good for college football if they're not. Uh, he said that college football should not be a two or three gated community. Hmm. Apparently the Big Ten and the SEC are the gated
3: ones. Well, right now. But here's here's there's another uh, another interchange that he had with one of these other reporters where they asked about that and said, well, okay, but what if those schools, those conferences literally do get into this arms race? I mean, who, if you don't get Notre Dame, what else can you do at that point? And are you going to think about merging with one of these other conferences? Right. Did he
0: answer, answer honestly and say, there's nothing I can do? Here's what he said.
3: He said, quote, if we take that path, then it's only about football and basketball, and that's a shame on all of us. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, that is That is extremely correct in the idealistic sense of what college sports should be. College sports should be something where lots and lots of schools have programs that provide this athletic opportunity and everyone gets to go out and have a nice day on the quad or whatever your school has. We have the oval at Ohio state. And then you go and you see the sport that you love in the venue that you love for a, just a song you sing as you walk in and they're like, come on in. It's college football. We know it's not that way, though. It's a business. And if your commissioners out there saying, well, if we're just going to focus on football and basketball, why do you think these other conferences do that, Jim? Maybe it's because they're all cynical and they hate the other sports. Or maybe it's because they know those are the sports that are making the most money. And that's what's driving literally he, of all of this. of course,
0: knows this. What I also know is that the losers in all of this, when it's all said and done, whether it's the Big 12 or the Pac-12 or the ACC, maybe they all go away. What the losers will wind up doing is they will be the ones who are pure of heart. Oh, absolutely. And that's why they lost out. Well, if all those greedy bastards want to get together in the big two and live in their gated communities and it's all about the TV dollars, that's fine. But we're not going to play that game in the ACC Big 12, Pac-12, fill in the blank. Yes, you
3: do want to play that game. You're just not good at the game. Right. Well, that's this is where I'm torn on all this, right? Because on the one hand, I want to see the stuff that I like continue to be the stuff that I like and see it at the level that I have enjoyed. Right, So I want to see Ohio State football continue to play in the Big Ten, continue to be in a great conference that has a lot of other big-time teams in it, and they have a chance to win the national championship and play in big games in December and January. That's what I want for Ohio State football, right? On the other hand, I am seeing now that it is very likely we're going to have probably between 45 and 65 schools that are going to compete against each other every year. And that is going to necessarily mean that a couple conferences are either going to disappear completely or more likely they'll become what the Mac is. You know, they'll become like these other conferences that are in the group of five where, yeah, they'll have some schools, you know, they'll have some teams you like, but their budgets will be reduced. They will not be trying to compete on the national scale that Ohio state, Bama, Georgia, and all those teams in those power conferences do. They will like, I'm saying there will be more schools joining that second tier of, what we still refer to as you know big time you know bowl subdivision football like that's going to happen there's going to be a division between the the 120 or so schools you're going to have about 50 or 60 of them be in the big boy league the other ones are going to be in the well it's cool if they get to still play football league and and you're right their narrative will well, then be we're doing this for the purity of the sport and i understand that what's bad about all that though is you do lose a little something with that, right? Of course you do. I'm, look, I'm not saying this is the best way to do it, but this is the
0: system that we're in now. It is an arms race. It, should it be that way? No, probably not, but it is. So are you going to complain about it and get left behind or join? Now, maybe that's overly simplistic for you. Well, look at programs like Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado. I'm sure they're bitching and moaning about how they don't have options now. What are we going to do? I know this sounds harsh, but... Maybe if you don't let you didn't let your programs go to crap, you wouldn't be in this situation. right? Why can't I sell my house for the same amount that the guy down the street sold his house? Well, because he updated the paint and did the landscaping and kept up a nice house. And so he got top dollar for it. And you're surprised when the buyers go down your street and say, look at that piece of crap. What do we want it for?
3: Sorry, Colorado, you're in this position right now. Well, I get that. And I, I guess what I'm saying is they're... <laughs> There has been in college football some really great moments that have been achieved by schools that never win a national championship or never have a chance to win a national championship. Those moments will still be realized. Those moments will still happen. But tell me the last time you watched Akron Bowling Green highlights, unless you're a fan of either of those schools. Probably never No, very rarely. Right.
0: We all wax nostalgic about the traditions of college football.
3: You don't pay attention to these programs. Well, no, you don't. But the reason that you might remember some of these programs like Colorado is because you remember some great games Colorado played in the last 30 years and they have an, a, an ability to occasionally pop off a good one here or there, pull up a big upset. What is the number one reason we watch college football like other than for your own team? Why do people flip around all day Saturday? What are you looking for? Who's likely to get upset? What's the big matchup between two you know powerhouses and then which school is currently pantsing a power five top five team who's doing that. That shouldn't, where's the next app state going to Michigan and doing that. We're looking for that. And I don't think you're likely to see that as much when we get to this model where it is probably 40 to 60 power teams and everybody else doesn't even kind of play in that similar level. And, and maybe we'll all be okay with that and we won't care. Or maybe that will further make it not like college football. And I don't know. I I honestly don't know the answer on that.
0: Look, you know I'm as traditional as traditional gets. College football pulled that court a long time ago.
3: All right, this, Theor- I mean, this, theoretically, yes, right, but this I'm, notion, I'm saying it's... Yeah, no, those teams don't have a chance to win a national championship. I know that. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about
0: what is and what is not college football anymore. Nothing you're really watching is college football. Well, that's all right. What are we talking enough? about, Ryan, right? Ryan Day's right. meeting business leaders, saying I need thirteen million dollars.
3: None of this is real college football anymore. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy it, right? not mean to, you can't have fun with it. To your point, we were talking about college football with John Cooper when he was recruiting, and he kind of took the recruiting from like big regional school to national level recruiting. Right? That was one of the first times we saw that here at Ohio State. Well, yeah, and I'm sh- quite sure there were people at that time. I was too young to remember. Quite sure there were people saying. Why do you got to go to San Diego or, or Tampa to recruit a kid when you got kids right down the road who aren't even getting a sniff? Because that used to be the way we thought of college football was the local kids play at the local school. Then you take that up to the national level and then they play each other and we find out which yes. state has the best sports. Now it's, it's, it hasn't you been move, like that for 30 you move years. You the there. We yeah. used to talk about
0: $100 handshakes. Now, by the way, you give CJ Stroud a $100 handshake right now, he wipes his ass
3: with it. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it's you're exactly right the sport is going through constant change and it will constantly change at some point there will be those of us who say well it's not what i used to enjoy right there's a line and that doesn't mean i won't still enjoy the new version it just means it'll be different than what i grew up enjoying right and that's happened for everyone all the
0: news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next colin man and t-bone on the fan
4: fan traffic from the meister's bar and pizza traffic center
5: Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier disabled vehicle has cleared from I-70 downtown split eastbound after the 71 through 15 west split. All lanes have reopened in that area. And an accident has cleared from Oakland Park Avenue west of Cleveland Avenue, but plan on some residual delays. The traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free poke today. Only an array with fan traffic. Hey!
2: and sweaty don't be like quad and beaver Queef. call my friends at care heating and cooling care heating and cooling call 1-800 cooling or book an appointment online at care when you need a company beaver Queef can trust
1: the best way to kill time between leanna ray's traffic reports you're listening to man and bone hello Hey, tomorrow,
0: second annual, no sports allowed show. Three hours. We are not allowed to even mention the name of a sports team. Yeah, it's, that's the rules. We've Teddy made these rules for ourselves. Yes. Three hours. Maybe you're saying, what do you have planned? We have nothing planned.
3: No. We'll we, see where it goes. Tomorrow, we're going to walk in here. And we might come up with, I don't know, maybe a couple ideas, but we're going to basically just wing it tomorrow. Yep. So good. That'll be fun. As opposed to the carefully crafted program (laughs) that this is
0: today.
1: True enough.
4: On campus.
1: Common Man in T-Bones. On campus, campus. the latest college sports news and notes.
4: Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Feeling the heat? Call the experts at Logan Services now for hot deals on train air conditioners. Boom. Well, man, I saw that uh, Georgia
3: coach Kirby Smart was speaking at SEC Media Days, and he had an interesting point that I, I forget about often because I forget about this game being played at a neutral site, but it is. The what used to be called the world's largest cocktail party, the rivalry game between Florida and Georgia, that game is not played at either home site. They have been playing this game in Jacksonville for many years at the what's now called TIAA Bank Field, but yeah, they play at the home of the Jags, right? Now, he brings up that not only that game this year, but also they have their opening game of the season, which is a neutral site game uh, in Atlanta, and he says that leaves them six games to recruit. Now, no one should feel bad for Kirby Smart. Georgia's doing very well in recruiting. But it's an excellent point he makes. He said, I'm competing against guys across all the SEC who host kids at their biggest game. When Auburn plays at Alabama, guess where the recruits are? When LSU and Bama play, guess where those biggest recruits want to go? They want to go to the home game of that big-time matchup. And so he's saying, we never get a chance to show off Athens-Georgia and the stadium and the atmosphere. Stop scheduling and all that. neutral site games, crybaby. Well, on that one, you're right. On the on the one they have at the start of the season, that is true. But I don't know what the reasoning is and why they do it. But he's saying basically, I want this to go back to being a home and home. I want this to every other year we get to host that game between us and Florida. And I, I am fully on board. The more you can take college football games out of neutral sites, you know what? I if am I were all for Emperor it, of the World. Neutral site college football games illegal. What about national championships? Would that's, you go that's
0: off, fine. Okay, that would be a different one. We that's fine. That. But outside but, of that. Uh I would expand the playoffs, of course. I would have home site playoff games. Sorry, Gene. Yeah. I know you want to put it in the Hoosier Dome.
3: Screw that. Nope. Play it here. Or play wherever. Play Yeah, you what know, I'm saying, if the Guys are a top seed, and they get to host yeah, a game, and well, it's, it's the middle of December. Them. They coach. get to host the game. If the pipes freeze, oh. the pipes freeze. I still never, I will never understand that reasoning. We can play a game the weekend of Thanksgiving. Can we play a game two weeks after Thanksgiving? You, God, no, we about can't do that. to Sign
0: a media deal that will pay you one hundred and twenty-five million dollars per school.
3: You can't winterize some pipes. Put the plumbing in Phoenix and have the have everything shipped out here. You could afford to do that. Given the money they're giving you anyway, whatever you can yes. flush the toilets with bottled <laughs> Evian for that amount of money.
0: You can have toilet heaters on every single bowl. Let's go. I don't like the toilet heaters. Oh, are those? I, I have been on one of those once, and it—it's that feel like that feeling that you sit on a seat and that someone some, else has, just, someone been has just been sitting on. You feel warm, butt remnants. But those heated toilets—it
3: feels like that all the time. It's very uncomfortable. I do not like it. I just want to point out to the audience, I threw out a thing that I thought did not exist, which was a heated toilet bowl. I did not know they actually were doing this. Well, the bowl's not heated. The The seat seat is is heated. Well, if they can heat the seat, they can heat the bowl. That's what I say. Uh, Some bad news for Texas A&M wide receiver Aeneas Smith of his own doing. He has been suspended. This is following an arrest on DWI weapon and drug charges. So, yeah, that's not good. Now, he was found with unlawful carrying of a weapon, possession of less than two ounces of marijuana, according to the Brazos County Texas jail records. He is a senior. He was scheduled to be at SEC Media Days to represent Texas A&M as the team's leading returning receiver from last year. Will not be doing that. Uh, Jimbo Fisher said he is aware of the arrest and looking into the situation, but that is it. He is a captain uh last year for the team, 47 passes, 500 yards and six touchdowns, had 23 punt returns for an average of 11.3 yards uh on the bring back plus a touchdown there. So, yeah, he is he's a a good player, a leader on their team and that's not what you would expect out of someone in that position. So, that's a big deal for Texas A&M. We will find out more as that continues to go. I also saw that Brian Kelly was getting a lot of questions about who's going to start uh, under center for him this year. He's got three-year starter Jaden Daniels from Arizona State who has decided to enter the portal and jump to LSU. So is he going to win the job, or is Miles Brennan going to win this job? He stayed in place and decided to be a part of things there at Baton Rouge. Also, they have uh, Garrett Nussmeyer and Walker Howard at quarterback. So he's got a bunch of quarterbacks to pick from, You would guess it's one of the two older guys that are going to get that look. Um, So anyway, he says right now nothing's settled and they're waiting to make that decision. So it's about that time where we're going to start seeing some quarterback battles in college football. We'll find out how those all shape up. He brought up Brian Kelly and, you know, we had fun
0: with him because he put on like a fake Southern accent. And he made jokes about it like, hey, I got a Midwestern accent. I got a Boston accent. I got a Southern accent. I'm a man of many accents. Hmm. He was asked this week at SEC Media Days, Hey, you've been in the South for a while now. What's your favorite Southern food? And he said, Oh, hey, it's hard to beat that shrimp etouffee. Got it. (laughs) Hard to beat it. Dude, what are you trying to do? All right, come on. Yeah, that's... Look, just... I know you want to win a national
3: championship, and they're paying you a bunch of money, but what a phony this guy is. I know, but I, I don't... Here's what I don't understand. Does anyone look at that and go, That's right. Yep. Good job, Coach. I agree with you. Like, does anyone they buy They win that? some games, he does. Well, that's well, what I'm do. saying, right? They they definitely are buying it if you win games. But you could just say, um, I got to be honest. I like whatever I've had here. It's all delicious to me. And they wouldn't care if you win games. I got to and- tell
0: you, I got some of this shrimp ain't too free.
3: Right. And if you nail it and get the accent completely right and say all the right things and then proceed to lose six games a year, they're going to fire your ass quicker than anything else. Doesn't matter.
0: I'm sure, you well, throw the fake accent on though. Kristen had a friend who uh, w- moved to England, married a guy, and I know over time sometimes you adopt some of the mannerisms of the local culture, right? But she talked to the friend a
3: couple months later and was like,
2: oh, oh, chip, chip, Jenny, oh!" It's like <laughs> Jesus,
3: you've been there for two months. You know what? That's very deplorable, and also it me. If I moved to England it in a minute, I would be like, "Oh, hello, uh." Good to see you again, huh? I would be adopting that.
0: Hey, Mr. Brian Kelly. I do
3: not there, Brian Waters. I you
0: doing there? Harry Connick Jr. That's right. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan.
1: Fan traffic.
5: From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find that 270 northbound between Roberts Road and Cemetery Road that is closed due to an accident. Emergency crews are on scene blocking all lanes. Traffic is being forced off onto Roberts Road. Please avoid the area if possible. Plan on some heavy backups until things get clear. The traffic report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach spin classes. Gusto supports the people who do, with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: as i do the deed and the only people i trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape that's care heating and cooling call 1-800 cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust
1: getting fatter and angrier by the minute this is common man and t-bone happy
0: wednesday it is wild card wednesday (sighs) tweet us at Man and Bone 971. Weird, weird questions, weird topics. Uh, here's one from Kyle. Name your favorite uniforms in college football minus OSU. Uh, when Texas wears the all-white roads.
3: I love that look. Okay. Unless they're beating my team. And then yeah. I, I hate that look. I like that look a lot. It is good. I you know what? what like, this is an older, I guess, iteration of it, but I don't know if Washington still wears the like gold pants as opposed to the like, you know, gold colored, but not sparkly like how the Buckeyes wear gray pants, but they used to, they used to have the silver that sparkled, you know, they used to wear like gold pants and then a purple Jersey with their Washington. I thought that looked great, but again, I like loud colors. I like a lot of that stuff. Uh, Sean asks, if you were to make a hit
0: list for a hitman, who's on it? Everyone, Sean. What are we doing?
3: I hate right. People. I knew. I knew with this question when I saw it. I'm like, this. There's no Sean. I'm glad you listen to the show. It's you're the, probably on it. It's the phone book, or it's, it's
0: Twitter, or it's whatever. It's every it's person everything. you've known. Are you an elected official? Probably on it. <laughs> are you a person that I've encountered at all in life? It's probably. probably on you're it. probably on it. Uh, what else do we have? I've got one for you. All right,
3: go ahead. Ten, ten, ten says you're on death row. What is your final meal before riding the lightning chair? Assuming that we're not too nervous to eat. Well, because I don't think I'd want to eat anything. I'd just be scared of the fact that I'm going to die. Yeah, I wonder. Do you I don't know. Do you get some like sense of serenity knowing like there's I nothing I can so. do. It's all set in uh, stone now. It's all done. I don't there's think you have else I have much an appetite. Here. Yeah, what, fair would, what would your final meal be? Oh, I would. I would hope. That I would, like, you know that phrase, like, eating like he's going to the chair? Like, I would hope I would. But I think I would pick, like, just a huge steak. And then I would probably get the, like, like a mashed potato. Because, again, what do I care? I'm getting mashed potatoes with all the butter and all the fixings and everything else. And then, weird, but I'm throwing this in there. I would have to have, like, as many Cinnabons as they can bring me. That's very interesting. Because I'm not, you, again, I don't, I like Cinnabons. But I'm saying if it's the last time I ever get to eat anything, I want the because then I'm just going right for the center and I'm pulling that out and I'm eating that only and then go to the next one. And I don't care that I'm throwing away and wasting food. I'm about to die. So I've already done something way more worse than that.
0: I'm probably going to take this to a dark place, but I I wouldn't want something that like is a home cook favorite because that would just remind me of being at home and Oh, sure. I'm about to die. I probably wouldn't want that. I'd probably keep it simple. Big Mac and fries. Mm. And I like
3: your Cinnabon for dessert. Cinnabons, I think will do that's, one of those. I think also I want a Cinnabon now, now that we've talked about it, but definitely if I was going to the chair, that's one that I would do. What else do I have here? Our, our gal promotions Emily. May she rest in peace.
0: Yes. She had a big problem with the Cinnabon. Which was? Too big. Too much stuff. <laughs>
3: <laughs> who, oh, who needs all that? I, I loved Emily for many reasons, but one of them was because she would come into our in our office and say that to you with a smile on her face, yeah, she knowing say, it was going to piss I you don't off. like
0: big hamburgers, too much meat. Yep, <laughs> She'd say, sometimes pizza <laughs> has too much cheese. She'd always be, there's too much on here. And it would just
3: be five minutes of you just like,
1: what are you talking, what, wow! Why? She knew exactly what she was doing.
3: Yes, she was great at that. Always loved that. Um, so this one comes from uh, Hash Brown who says, first off, Hash Brown says, my guys. So I didn't know. How much money needs to be raised for Man and Bone to lick the butter cow at the fair? First of all... I'd probably do it for free. I mean, if they'll let... I'm not going to break in there for... No, if they say, common man, lick this cow, lick this butter cow. I would lick the butter cow, no questions asked right now. Yeah. Tell me where to lick. And he said, or to make Tim Hall jump into the vat of corn pudding. Well, again, I I don't know if... I'd pay for that. Yeah, I would pay too. I'd love to see that. But I, yes. Would you then eat him out of the vat of corn pudding? No. I would not do that. I would let Tim just climb out like a civilized human. I do have a story, though, about the butter cow and how it kind of helped me get married. Oh. Ever told you this? I don't know if I have. Yeah, but I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear it. All right, fine. When oh, I was, oh, you don't say, T-Bone. <laughs> when I was dating my wife, well, we weren't dating. We had just met a few times, and we worked at a different radio station. And I had, I was going to the radio station. We were at the fair. And I, she had never been to the fair. And I said, I knew this going in, and I thought, I got to get there early and convince her to leave her shift early and go with me somewhere just so yes. we could like
0: get to talking. And then you had sex on the butter
3: cow. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, No, so I said, have you ever had... Um, uh, have you ever seen the butter cow at the fair? She goes, butter cow? I've never done that. I'm like, oh, well, then you've never had the best milkshake in the world. And she goes, what? And I said, yeah, they got great milkshakes, but they're right over there by the butter cows. Come on, I'll show you where it is. And that was my excuse to like get away from the crowd and then be able to like, hey, so what's your deal? How are you? And just have a little conversation. And then she responded and we had conversation. We shared a milkshake. And then now, almost 17 years later, we've got three kids, a house, and I can't wash my hands in the sink. It's all thanks to the
1: butter cow. That's right. All right, Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones, the Rundown. The Rundown.
0: Major League Baseball All-Star Game went down last night. American League won the game 3-2. to two. They won again. The American League, they have won 21 of the past 25 All-Star Games. What do I attribute this to? I have no idea. You know, back in the day where you had players that didn't move around, I could understand a stretch like this. But in today's game, where players are switching teams and interleague play all the time, there's really no difference. Now there really is no difference because the DH is universal right? of these two leagues. I still find it
3: hard to believe that one league has dominated the other league so much. Yeah, it is a weird thing. And I think that's all the analysis I really have on it. It's a weird thing, all and right. I guess it's statistically possible, but I don't understand it. I will say, I forget who the pitcher was that was mic'd up yesterday, but did you catch any of that? I'm trying to remember no, who they mic'd up. I didn't catch any
0: of anything. What are you talking about? They, they it was unsolved mysteries on the Roku
3: last Triple night. Triple H, do you remember who it was that got mic'd up that they had on the mound? That was Liam Hendricks. Uh, no, from the White Sox. I don't yeah. think. I don't think it was Liam Hendricks. I think they had someone else mic'd up. That I'm, well, anyway, they had a few guys mic'd up, I guess. But it, anyway, I thought that was a great idea. I hope they can do more of that in a game. They won't But it was interesting. They were actually talking. They do that in games. No, they were talking to one of the pitchers during the game and like saying, What are you doing here? He's like, I'm thinking, uh, Yeah, I'm going to throw him a slider. Hang on a second. And then he like fires one in there. You're
0: right. Pitchers, they don't do that. But I've seen them do that for outfielders. Yes, yes. I know that. But
3: to hear a pitcher actually talking through like what he's doing and then like, All right, get ready to watch this. Here it goes. And that was kind of fun. I did enjoy that. All right. That's all I have. All right. Thank you. Mike Florio, your
0: guy, says the Browns are preparing for an eight-game Deshaun Watson suspension. The report is he'll be suspended anywhere between two and eight games. What a nice window that is. But the Browns are preparing for the worst-case scenario. What
3: they're doing to prepare, I don't know. Jacoby Brissett's their guy. He's going to start the games. Right. I mean, the only way they could prepare is by, I don't know, finding someone else who could back him up for eight games, which they've talked about that they need to do. Fine, it's not going to be Jimmy Garoppolo, too. Stop with the Jimmy Garoppolo. It's so stupid. This comes up every 10 seconds.
0: I just saw a story today. Jimmy Garoppolo is expected to be fully cleared medically by
3: mid-August. Yeah, great. So then, at best, if you could swing a deal, which is going to involve something significant draft capital-wise that you already don't have because you already traded a lot of draft stuff away to get to where you are now, you could then trade more of what you don't have to get a guy who will not be up to speed on your offense. Well yes, then right. you now have to either entertain the idea of letting him quote unquote win the job, which will not happen. And then at best, what? Maybe you get two or three games out of him he if you can get inju- up to speed. Right. He has injury concerns every single year. Yeah, and that's assuming he's better than Jacoby Brissett, you know, all things considered, and he doesn't get hurt, right? So you don't know if that's gonna happen. So no, that's too there's no reason to go do that.
0: And like you said, I don't know what type of pick you're going to have to give up to get him, but he's expensive. He's a free agent after the season's
3: over where he walks away. I don't don't know why they would want to entertain that unless you think. Now, this report says they're bracing for eight games. Maybe that is spin because they're trying to get people to say like, oh, yeah, we don't think it's going to be that bad. But if they do get a year suspension and they can't appeal it or whatever happens out of that, it's settled that Deshaun Watson's not playing for a year then maybe I could see you thinking, let's try for someone who's maybe a little better than Jacoby Brissett, which I think, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is when healthy. I just don't have any guarantees. He'll be help, healthy for a whole year. And I don't think that's a plan either. Johnny Gaudreau penned a letter to Calgary Flan
0: fans, flans, flan on the players tribune today. He said his decision was about family and how he loved Calgary and, was just too far away from everything and that he didn't use the flames as leverage. Look, I'm sure he's gotten a lot of mail and people have been saying, Hey man, they hate you in Calgary. Now they hate you so much. And I'm sure he wants to try and control some of the narrative by telling his side of the story. And sometimes we do forget I'm guilty too. We do forget there are real people behind these players. And even though we look at what they do on the court or the ice or on the field, there really are decisions that can't be solved by writing a check. And in fairness to him, he took less money to come here. Right, I know that surprises a lot of people. He left money on the table in Calgary. The reality is, he is never going to sway or convince the Calgary fan. Just like we're still pissed off that Artemi Panarin decided to go someplace else. Is it rational? No. But we're fans. That's what we do. What bothered me at the time, still bothers me because I still see it, from these elitist Toronto national writers and media people is how offended they are that Johnny Goudreau chose Columbus. I understand why the Calgary fan is offended. They're fans. Yeah. They're not supposed to be rational. I don't understand why the national media is so offended that Johnny Goudreau coming
3: here. Now, it doesn't make a lot of sense. The last thing I will you know throw into all of that is, I think we all, I'm guilty of doing this too, we look at it and say, he could have the most money if he's played here. Right? Calgary was offering him more money. And Calgary, at the time of offering him that, had a better roster than what, you know, the Jackets have, I would say. Given that they got to the point they did this year, made the playoffs, were a pretty good team. Well, do you remember what Calgary did to the Jackets this year? Yeah. It was a prison movie wasn't, when they wasn't played. It wasn't great. Right. So, I could understand that saying, well, why would he want to play on the best team for the most money? He then talks about in this article about how he missed his grandfather's funeral because it was tough to get back to the East Coast from where he was. And because of schedules and everything else, he couldn't make it happen. And he regrets that. He's at a point now where he's played a lot of hockey, made a lot of money. It probably ain't all about that. Humans are weird. We don't always do the thing that we rationally think Someone else would do in our situation. So I do believe him in what he wrote here that he just wanted a different place and he wanted to be a little closer to home, and that's why he chose Columbus.
1: Common Man and T Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Are right,
3: we're going to talk about
0: throwback jerseys coming up next. And a new documentary about one of our favorite guys, sports documentary, is coming to your TV. Common Man and T Bone
4: on The Fan. Fan Traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center.
5: Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some heavy backups on Route 315 southbound at US 33. Traffic is bumper-to-bumper from Kinnear Road in this area. About a 20-minute slowdown is expected. Please be careful as the road begins to clear. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. That's right. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
2: and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and and beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company beaverqueef can trust.
1: Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T Bone.
0: Our Man and Bone World Tour box sets have sold out. But don't worry. If you didn't get one of those, you can still buy one of our delicious red T-shirts. Mm. It says Man and Bone World Tour on it with our little skull and evil snake that Platinum Fox hates. They're $30. They're only available until Friday at midnight, and then they go away forever. They will never come back. If you would like yours for yourself or for the... uh Sexy friend in your life. Go to 971thefan.com. You'll see a little icon that says Man and Bone World Tour. Click on it, and you can buy your shirt today.
3: Um, I have more Wild Card Wednesdays to share with you. Pleasure Sauce has tweeted us oh and God. says, True or false, since starring in Two Girls, a Guy, and a Pizza Place, Ryan Reynolds has played the same character in Everything He's Done. True. Yeah, I've said as much, and you have yelled at me. I think he's been... You know what? He's He's got a lot of mannerisms that are similar. That just,
0: doesn't mean that he's not a good actor. It doesn't mean that you can't enjoy things that he's in. But he plays the same. He's just Ryan Reynolds
3: in every movie. I watched uh, the... What is the one that he just did? Free Guy. Where he plays like... For those who've not watched it yet, he plays a character in a video game who's not supposed to have like a personality or be a main character. And yet he just decides to start doing that and then it goes from there. Um, and in that... In that movie, I mean, he does some of the similar things that you see if you watch him in Waiting, and if you watch him in Deadpool, and if you watch him in any of the other number of things he's been in. You're right. Like, I I like his character yes, that he plays all fine. the time. I like that guy, and I will watch most anything that he's in, which, by the way, are you aware of what he did with his money? No. He and Rob McElhaney, who was uh, one of the guys who created It's Always Sunny... Those two got together and bought a soccer team called Wrexham, and so that they they bought this like I don't know fourth fifth division soccer team in England like really low level soccer team, but they had bought this team and decided we're going to try to help it get promotion and help it move up and build this club, and so they have done now a Netflix thing either Netflix or Hulu I forget probably Hulu I think they're with Fox anyway it's a it's a show that's coming out about Wrexham and about their traveling to the city to find out about the club to purchase the club to get to know the club so if you like you know charming american people going to charming english town and learning about charming customs of charming little hamlet of england i think you'll enjoy oh, that. that it looks interesting. looks very good didn't he buy a cell phone company too i don't know if he bought it or off? he he did ads for it Maybe I thought he, he bought a. Oh, piece Oh, maybe of it. maybe he did buy a piece right, of it. So was that? I think it was that mint company. Because yeah, he did a commercial where he brought back Rick Moranis. Yes, I remember that all right. was fun. I'll let him live. He owns a cell phone company. He he owns, owns a g- soccer team he called Wrexham. Wrexham. Re- he also joined. He also bought a, a gin, or started a line of gin called I think Aviator. Okay. Which I've not had, but I'm sure it's great. Also, his wife is hot. <sighs> yes, she is Blake Lively. Doing all right.
0: I'm telling you, man. They didn't make people like this back then. (laughs) What is that? Back then? Back then, like 1900. If Blake Lively shows up in 1900, she's the emperor of the
3: universe.
2: (gasps) They just didn't exist.
3: (laughs) Probably, I don't know. I I guess you're, I'll go with that theory because it sounds fun and interesting. What else do you have? Give me one more. Jason said, what's the bathroom situation at the studio used during the breaks? I'm guessing a max PSI porcelain blast.
0: We have two bathrooms close to the studio here. I don't know they how are, this...
3: They're single bathrooms, yeah, though. They're, they're not they're like they're not like public bathrooms where you have three or four stalls and a no, urinal they, or they something. they have locks. They're singles. You
0: can deuce in those bathrooms. I don't. We we, we frown upon yes, that. Yes, we frown upon that. Like, if shark Mark the Shark comes in at 3 o'clock in the morning and he wants to take a crap, he's the only one in here he can crap. That's, yes. That's right, different. Of course. But I walked in there once, and if you don't lock the door, too, look, I try and do a courtesy knock, but sometimes I forget, I did walk in once on chops just taking a crap.
3: <laughs> just sitting yeah, on the toilet. Right, I've heard that
2: happen. Wow, what are you doing? Lock the door,
3: chops! Yeah, you gotta, it's it's real It's real touch and go, because sometimes I do the little, like, three knocks is what I give you, so I give you a, like that, and then I expect within the first two knocks, I expect to hear like, ah! and then that's my signal, be like, alright, I'll move on. And then usually what happens is I'll knock three times, wait a beat, and then I go to unlock the door and it's just locked. It's locked and nobody and hear, says anything. I hear in there. nothing and I'm like, well, You gotta say. You gotta say like ocupado or something. Yeah. I mean, what are we, what are are we people, animals? Are people going in secret? Do people not want to be known? It's I don't like, know. oh, I think that was I'm not sure. I we think also that could have, have been sticker Brad in there. Someone here
0: Look, I, I have I I pee maybe five times okay. every day. Yeah, here I try and stay hydrated. You do. Tom Herman says your pee should be clear. So I'm <laughs> trying my best to keep Sorry. my pee clear. Be a so good I, teammate. I go in there, I pee in the bowl. It's one of these automatic flush. It has never not flushed for me. Never. And I always make sure that it flushes. But every other time, it's like 50% of the time, I walk into one of these bathrooms and there is a bowl full of piss. Oh, wow. And whoever is doing this, whoever is ghosting the automatic flusher, Tom Herman would not be pleased.
3: Well, I don't understand yellow. I don't understand how that works. Cause if you don't know with like all the autumn flush toilets, if you're like, well, what do I do? It didn't flush. You can literally touch the sensor and it will flush. Wave your hand over it. No, I'm saying if you, you could also just touch that little sensor that's on the top of the thing and it will flush in 90% of those. It's it never
0: not flushed for me.
3: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you just, maybe the, I, maybe we have ghosts that are going in here and using the bathroom. By the way, I like this. Chris with a K just tweeted us and said, "In Wales," and I and I'm going, "Huh? In Wales?" I said that Wrexham team was in England. Apparently, I'm wrong. Oh, the Apparently, Welsh, it's in Wales. The Welsh people will kick your ass. That's fine. And I, you know what? Now that they say that, I did. I do remember in the trailer there were some flags that involved it's right. the Welsh flag. I'm so my saying, bad on
0: that. Even though the border crossing is some guy in a lifeguard chair waving at you. <laughs> they take their sovereignty
3: very seriously. I get, I get it. That's fine. So either way, Wales is where Wrexham. So if you want to go to Wrexham, you got to go to Wales. Right, go to Wrexham. Anyway,
0: the Giants have announced they're going to wear the Lawrence Taylor, Phil Simms throwback uniforms for two games this
3: season. I would call those the Jeff Hostetlers, but whatever. What? A, let me live.
0: You know that I'm not a fan of changing uniforms just to change them. However, if you're going to do it, like the old Patriots, you know, guy, Hiking the football, the old Broncos uniforms. Those are heritage classic looks. That's what I like. If you're yeah. gonna go retro, do something like that. I like this Giants
3: throwback. I think it's the the better look. Well, I was I was gonna say the same thing. If they said tomorrow, we're just making this the uniform, fine. I'd say, well done. It doesn't need to be a throwback. It needs to be your current uniform. I don't know why teams are so afraid of just keeping a traditional uniform... And not changing it? Like, for 100 years. I don't know. Because I get... There's going to be new players. People are going to buy the jerseys. still. The shirts are going to wear out at some point. They're going to say, I need to buy another shirt. You don't have to change the logo and the look of the jersey every four or five years. You can just leave it alone and let it be awesome. And our buddy, Manti Teo, you remember
0: him. Manti Teo, catfishing story, is getting its own Netflix documentary. It will debut on August 16th. Of course, Manti Teo had the... Fake dead girlfriend, Lene Kakua, who turned out to be a guy.
3: Yeah. Well, that's the other part of this too. If you go watch the trailer, uh the person that catfished him is a transgendered woman. So yes, you're you're correct that at the time that happened, he was a guy. Oh, they he, they transitioned now. He has yes, she right. has now transitioned, she has transitioned. to be okay. a transgender well, woman. And so There's a whole nother storyline there where they've got her sitting, you know, on camera talking about why she did what she did. And part of what she says is, I couldn't process who I was at the time. Well, yeah, I guess so. But that's a whole nother wrinkle to this story I had no idea about. So if you're saying, well, I remember all that story because I, I mean, I remember it. You remember it. We talked a lot about it. I think that documentary is going to have a lot to a lot of interesting info in there. All right. Here's the best tease of the day. Are you ready? Yeah. Sports is
0: expensive Mm, how about that Mm -hmm. that's coming up next common man and t-bone on the fan
1: Fan traffic.
4: From the Meister's
5: Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident still causing heavy backups on Route 315 southbound at US33. Traffic is bumper-to-bumper in this area. And more heavy delays on 270 northbound before Cemetery Road. An accident blocking the two right lanes. Please be careful. Police and ODOT crews remain on scene. This traffic report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers and 1400 to $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-up bonus. Paid CDL training available. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com or stop by the Career Pit, Rumpke, and Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. I'm with banned traffic.
1: like a sports drink but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes back to man and
0: bone common man and t-bone brought to you by hinder motorsports here on the fan i saw this from the inquirer the Bengals are close to a deal for the naming rights of paul brown stadium oh
3: they've never had a sponsor name well now would be the time yeah Right? I mean, you got the team playing as good as they ever have, at least in their existence here. I mean, they've they've made it to a Super Bowl. They looked really good this year. They got a good young team. They should be, yes, all eyes on them. you think it's going to be the same sponsor that uh, Mike Brown had on his hat <laughs> during the Super Bowl? I, I still can't believe that really happened, but it did. It did, and it's bizarre. If the Bengals are going to do it,
0: they have to do it like, I'd be very upset if it was some hoity-toity corporate name on there. I oh, would yeah. love it. I would love something like Shoney's Stadium, <laughs> <laughs> where you're like, that's so Bengals. Right. Do they I... even have
3: Shoney's anymore? They must, because they sponsored a stadium. Right. I was actually going to say, like, what if their sponsor name was, like, the sponsor of a gas station? But then again, I thought the people who own my favorite football team have made their wealth off of owning gas stations. So That's right. Not out of the question that after all that first energy BS gets unpiled, maybe they will say, huh, we can't really do business there anymore. Let's look at, oh, I don't know, having our own name on here, and maybe we'll be playing at Pilot Flying J Field, for all I know. Uh, Henrik Stenson of Cologne fame
0: and golfer. (laughs) God, that's so stupid. Stenson. has been stripped of his European Ryder Cup captaincy as he prepares to join the Live. Well, everybody's got the Live. A lot of people joining
3: the Live. Yeah. You know, I understand that uh, principles matter and there's a good reason not to want to see Live succeed. I do wonder this as golf fans, because again, I'm not one. But the amount of names that keep jumping over there, it's not just the old has-beens, right? I mean, there's a lot of good young golfers there's the guy who just won the british open is going over there like there are a lot of talented golfers now in that league is that official
4: not,
2: that uh
3: i think that's joe exotic's thing, right? going over uh, there <laughs> is a cam cam which, smith cam smith right he's going right that's done i don't think it's official yet but- oh okay it's just Rumored to he be He says happening. he's going to finish up the season. right? It's up to his
6: team. So if it's if he goes,
0: it's not his fault. Oh, it's his up oh, to right. it's his team. Juan Soto. It's like, he's out his control. I, I don't know. I mean, they tell me which, where to go. I just go. I don't have any control over Juan this.
3: Soto. Also joining Live Golf. This just in. Breaking I don't know. news. I mean, four
0: hundred forty million. You, you guys know those numbers more than me. Yeah, I'm, I don't really. It's not in my it's
3: control. It's like, mm-hmm. just something I that happens to be going in my bank account. I will have no control of it otherwise. But. I just wonder for people who are diehard golf fans, right? Like Triple H, you're, you're a golf guy. You watching the Live Tour? Are you paying attention to the Live Tour now? Even though maybe well, you don't, you're don't a like degenerate it. Degenerate gambler, so you're probably well. Watching of course, it. you're paying attention to it for that reason. Yeah, I, guess. I like the Fireballs. They're my team. The balls. Go, oh, balls, the, I go. forgot they have teams. Yeah. I, who's, who's on, on, the, on fire the Fireballs? Uh, Sergio Garcia, and I think Abraham. Answer. Hmm. There you go. That's the two person team. Is that how this no, works? No, there's four. There's two other dudes who I just have no idea
0: who they are. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Right. But that's your team. Yeah, the balls, yeah. All right. <laughs> there used to be a place in Hilliard
3: called Jed's Fireball and Brew. I remember that place. There's some pretty good stuff in there. I was sad when they closed that don't place. Don't ask the Yelp reviews about it though. I think that was one of the places where you got on to the Yelp reviewers who went in and were like, I went in there and it was a sports bar. Man, I don't like sports bars. Meh and then they gave it like one
2: star. No, and it's well, like
3: I can't stand.
2: I went
0: to this place, that serves dead cow and dead cow exclusively. I heard of the fish. Wasn't
3: good. <laughs> well, you're stupid. Yeah, go get a steak at the steak place. Right. I was upset. All they had at Jed's Fireball were these things called fireballs.
0: By the way, fireballs are their vo- version of boneless wings. So you can get these boneless wings, these fireballs, mm-hmm. any sauce you want, and they cover them in cheese. Mm. They had one with hash browns and a fried egg oh. that they put on top of there. You drive right to the hospital. How could and it that was have been great. Bad? It was in the old uh, Damon's
3: oh sure okay run in here right no longer there right i don't know what's in there or is it there i don't know no jed's is gone yeah that's what i'm saying buildings there i don't know what's in the building it's haunted all i know is that's uh that's i miss Damon's. that's food that i what the onion now you got me hungry i know yeah life of onion maybe uh if live golf pays enough money maybe damon's will come back we got the bagel sandwiches back at McDonald's. Should we try to get Damon's back? Why can't. You know what? Why can't we get a Damon's
0: pop-up? True enough. Maybe we can't get it back permanently, but there's no reason why we can't bring some ribs back and the onion you loaf. You need the onion loaf and for, the ribs. For a select time
3: at a pop-up location. Sure. And, and I will tell you, I enjoyed the Damon's in part because they had so many TVs. Now, I'm sure it would you know, probably at the time when it went out of business, it was probably because there were lots of places like that. But when I first went there, that was the first time as a kid I had ever seen that many TV screens in one location. I was like, I was probably I don't know, fourteen or fifteen, and I was bowled over. I had no idea what to do with myself. All right, we had the All Star Game last night. I saw an article
0: today talking about how expensive Major League Baseball is.
3: Uh, yes. So this was tweeted out by Mark Burns. Uh, he has this info via The Hustle. So. If you like the hustle, now you know where it's from. Uh, cost, what, is, what is the hustle? I have no idea. Pete Rose's website. Is Bobby,
0: uh, does Bobby write for them?
3: Maybe. Uh, cost for a family to go to a baseball game. Here it is. Four tickets, four hot dogs, two beers, two sodas, and parking. That's what they are considering a family of four to go to a baseball family game. Of four. Tickets, four dogs, two beers for mom and dad, two sodas, and parking. Got it. Number one most expensive to do all that that is Boston Red Sox, $324.37. Okay. All right. Cheapest is the Diamondbacks, $126.34. I mean, that's that's quite a difference in price. The average price, though, in Major League Baseball, $204.76. Now I guess the reason that feels weird is because baseball is such a it takes so many games to make up a baseball season. That if you're someone who has a family of four who says, well, we'd like to go support our local team a handful of times a year, right? that's that's something you would think you could do without spending thousands of dollars, but probably not. If you live in most Major League Baseball Baseball, cities, you can't do that.
0: Baseball tickets throughout history have been notoriously cheap for the vast majority of games. That was the idea. Yeah. And look, I don't want to be one of these guys because I... This was a long time ago. My father tells the story. When he was a kid, he used to go to Comiskey Park in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he used to go. And after the game, he would stay. After everybody had left, him and all his buddies, they would stay. And they would flip the chairs back up. Oh, the, sure. the seats of the chairs because they weren't automatic back then. So if you stayed behind and flipped up the chairs, well, they yeah. gave you a free ticket for the next game. Oh, that's great. And that's how he'd go to every game. Yeah. He'd go to every, he'd take the train down there, go to every single game. You know, and and look, we talk about how kids don't have the special relationship that they had back in the day. Well, maybe it's because my father was able to go to pretty much every single game for free. Yeah. No kidding. right? Because he just stayed back and flipped up the chairs. That's not an option now. There's more to it. I get that.
3: Yeah, and I, I think it's interesting to see players noticing this and saying, we need to see more fans at the ballpark. Well, no kidding, but when the prices of events are so expensive, you're not going to see as many fans at the ballpark. No, because it's most, not just the baseball thing. It's an every sport thing. Yeah, but I think... Go to a that, hockey game, it costs you a $1,000. Well, but I think people, and, and hockey and the NBA are more regular, like baseball, right? You have 82 games in those seasons, but... I think those are viewed still as that's something you might do once a month in a season, as opposed to baseball. I mean, you could literally go every day of the week, practically, you know, for weeks on end. And that's, that's that vibe. You're talking about it being cheap and there's a million different ways to get in and watch a ball game. It's not about making money off one ticket. It's about making money off of, you know, the whole experience that that stuff's long gone. They make money off every little bit of it now, but at least in the NBA, the NHL, that might be something that's more of a once a season, twice a season, you get to do it. NFL, once a year for a lot of families, if they get to go at all. Baseball's supposed to be the one where you go a dozen times. And that's where I think this now is not the case. You can't afford to do that for a lot of families. No, even when I was a teenager, I remember I
0: went to a White Sox game with my dad. And it was one of those rare situations where we didn't have tickets. We were going to buy tickets at the window. This game was not sold out by any means. Right. So we park, we go up to the window. My dad says, what do you got? And the guy says, well, I got, I got two right behind home plate, like three rows up right behind home plate. Oh, I have, I have never been that close in my life. And my father said, well, how much are, how much are these tickets? The guy said, well, they're $30. And at that time, that's a lot of money. My father would never pay that. Right. Like if we just went to Ticketmaster at the local department store and bought tickets there's no way he'd ever buy a thirty dollar ticket. Sure. Ever. But he was at the window. We were there. They had him. They had him, so he bought them. But that was like the splurge was thirty dollars. And we're talking about the nineties. Yeah. Not the fifties. <laughs> that was a splurge. Right. Now, thirty dollar ticket in Boston, like you said, where does that get you? Oh, the
3: the average Nowhere. price. The average price for the tickets, I want to say, was like uh sixty dollars and this is for the cheapest seats you can get yeah, in nowhere. Boston. Yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous, man. The amount of money it costs. They went through the parking too. The parking was insane. Like it's just it's all the expenses have gone up insane. Back page
0: coming up. Common man and T-Bone on the fan.
4: Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and
5: Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing some slowdowns on 270 Eastbound after U.S. 23 Northside. It is causing some backups of a 5-10 to 10 minute slowdown. You'll also find stop-and-go delays on Route 315 Northbound between I-70 and 670 East. Plan on some delays in that area. This report is sponsored by Gusto. Gusto doesn't build robots or teach thing classes. Gusto supports the people who do with happier paydays, health insurance, hiring, you name it. Gusto does payroll benefits and so much more for people who do incredible things. Learn more at Gusto.com. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: As I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine,
6: Timmy Hall. Hello Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. How we doing? Happy Wednesday. Oh, great. Whatever yeah, I day I got to get is. your uh, take on Henrik Stenson.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. I heard, yeah. You, yeah. heard you
6: guys talking some live golf They're back there. They're all
0: joining live. Who's the commentator? Faraday? Yeah. How about David
3: Faraday? He's joining live. Charles well, Barkley's going to Barkley. do live. <laughs> Charles Which will do it for Charles the right number. Charles is yeah. saying that, I mean, if he does that, he, he won't be on TNT anymore. Why? Right. Right. Why can't he do both? Because TNT is a partner, right, of the PGA? Am I wrong? Or who are they? Who is? TNT's through CBS, right? Uh, CBS is Viacom, all that stuff. Yeah, Isn't that all yeah, CBS? I, is I, a, I, oh. I
6: think you're onto something there, Bone. I, I, I thought I'm I not entirely saw something. read up on what Chuck's situation so is. So Buckley's going
3: to leave? I thought I saw something that said if he did this, it would jeopardize his ability to do inside the NBA. Which
0: is... Oh, well, we can't have that. Right. No, no. That's, Please That's don't an institution. do it. You've got a whole generation of
6: people that only know him from inside the NBA. Right. There's not even... There's people, I think, kind of like you, right? Common man that will watch that just for the commentary. I don't not watch... so much for the games. I do not watch the NBA. But if I'm flipping
0: around and I see them all sitting at the desk... Right. I'm watching that. You'll go 10, 15 minutes on Because okay. it's
3: entertaining to me. Of course it is. It is. It's one
6: of the, the best talk that. shows. No, I, they, I hope they don't. Live the is money ruining wills.
3: everything. Well, it's... Yes. The <laughs> Liv is ruining, ruining everything. Life. But it's also what? It's not live. It's the money. They put the money out there and everybody said, well, I got to take the money. Oh, that's fine. But again, look, man, money's money. I get it. But they're
0: not going to people on the street who are working, no. you know, minimum just, wage jobs saying, here's a look, bunch of money. These guys are already rich. I'm just they tired. have generational wealth.
6: I'm tired of these bozos doing what they want to do. OK, fine. You have that freedom to do it. But stop trying to whine and complain about what the ramifications are of your decision. Oh, that's a great point. Stop trying to have your cake and eat it too. This guy did this knowing that it was going to jeopardize his status as the captain of the Ryder Cup team. Henrik Stenson, you're talking about. Yes, Henrik Stenson. He knew when he made this choice, he wanted to go ahead. I think this was all the way back in March of last last year, maybe even, or this March, whatever. To be the captain of the Ryder Cup team, knowing that if he took this money that was dangling out there, dangling, from live Tour, <laughs> this would happen.
3: <laughs> what is from Home Alone. Big old dangly, dangly ones. Dangly earrings. <laughs> He's got a box full of them, dangly ones. It all sucks, man. Yeah, I just, know. It all sucks. Hey, you know what,
6: Timmy? It's going to ruin the game for a while, and they're going to have to figure this out and come well, to an agreement. Ernie Els's idea was the best that I hadn't heard yet, which... They're not going to play nice with this, but his idea was take the dead period, which I think a lot of the players wanted a bigger dead period in the game. And I think fans want a little break from it too. After the major season, they'll do this FedEx Cup thing. Then when it's the winter time, that could have been the time for live golf to go nuts. And then PGA Tour players could have also jumped onto that when there wasn't much going on in the calendar. And you could play in warm weather places around the world when it's you know, October to January, whatever, and then meet up back in the States and start doing the Hawaii tournament. And then the West coast swing. And then everybody's happy, go lucky. But no, this is what we're doing.
3: I'm telling you, man, it reminds me very much of what Indy car went through in the nineties. And yeah. if you go look that up, that is not good for golf to have any, whatever it shakes down. If live becomes the bigger thing and the PGA is not as big, it doesn't matter. Like at some point this will cost. You right.
6: Fans. It's not good for everybody. No.
3: Uh, what's coming up on the Buckeye show tonight. Coming up tonight, we're
6: going to talk about just how big of a season opener. We all know that, but we're going to spend a little bit more time on just how big of a season opener this is for Ohio State. I also want to blend in some of the uh, broadcasts that you're going to hear in the coming weeks on Buckeye Replay because the 2002 season that we keep walking down on Saturdays here is getting good. The Penn State games coming up this week and some really great memories from that one. Matt Andrews will be the guest host tonight. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page.
1: The Back Page. the Back Page With Common Man and T-Bone.
4: Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800- COOLING. Bone. Well,
3: man, Michael Mann is uh, confirming that he is releasing his highly anticipated novel, the follow-up to the first novel he wrote, which was Heat. And if you're not familiar with Heat, that became a Big movie that a lot of a people movie. liked, right? Pacino, uh,
6: Kilmer, De Niro, De Niro. Yeah. yeah,
3: huge movie, right? Great movie. That movie, though, they are saying already this this book it will involve basically a kind. It's going to take two timelines in the book where it goes pre the events of the Heat movie, and then seven years after the events in that movie, and they're going to switch between timelines throughout the book. He has already said he said this on Mark Maron's podcast. This is going to be a movie. It will be a big, epic movie. They are already going to make this into a movie. It's already known. So, book will come out. Movie will come out sometime thereafter. Anyway, if you liked Heat, if that's a movie you've seen on cable and you've watched and said, Oh, that's good. I don't know how they're going to pull it off because Pacino's 82. Uh, you know, there's... <laughs> it's all CGI, baby. Uh, you're right. That's Either way, that's all something in the works, so be aware. Buckeye Show is next. 11 Warriors
0: Radio Hour at 8. Then what's at 9 tonight? Mmm,
6: mm. a little thing called perverted. No, he's not here. No, he, he douses is. himself. He is here in chicken grease.
0: <laughs> That's right. He went to Popeyes today. Uh-huh. Oh, he did extra crispy version. I will right, we'll see you tomorrow. Common man and T-bone on the fan. Fan traffic
4: from the Meisters Bar
5: and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident still blocking the two right lanes at 270 northbound before Cemetery Road. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area. Please be careful. Police and ODOT crews remain on scene. Keep an eye out for those crews and plan on heavy backups. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get ready for summer at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on California yellow or white nectarines. Just 99 cents a pound now through July 26th. Get real. Leanna Ray with fan traffic.
0: Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I am a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance, and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company, you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios.
4: Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com.
1: WBNSFM, HD One Columbus, the fan. Hey,
0: Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1 800 Cooling when you need a company you can trust.
1: One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald bald bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out.
0: All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the propecia pills, or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called amateur P-show. I didn't think about it for a second good job and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills like my hair will just fall out in one day all of it
3: yeah well it's funny because we were watching last night I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson Richard Jefferson Uh, maybe I don't remember it's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcasts. whatever and so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I I too shave, like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on should. it. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. You need that. a different look. And you can't shave it all the way.
0: No, you can't I can't be totally bald.
3: You look like a Klan member thanks Thanks. you you would you would look like a total clan member if you were totally bald i would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on like that makes you yeah but don't you just stop what am i supposed to do i'm bald like i just you have that look to you a fat white guy who's bald
0: now there are other
3: white people who can pull it off i'm just (laughs) saying that that's not something you could pull (laughs) off i don't think no i have like shaved it all the way down it's too much maintenance that's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is You gotta do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah. Like I have the stubble going and sometimes it gets a little longer than to shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing, that's a whole other level. Like of Stanley commitment.
0: Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying... I, I think you're people saying would get the wrong impression.
3: You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I kno- I know, I've know, I known the, you for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Oh, well, it's feel, fine now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make you sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes. guy don't. Right I don't, <laughs> don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, good. All right. <laughs>